friends, and welcome to Screen Vomit, the only movie podcast for normal people. I'm, of course, your host, Kayla. And if you're listening to this when it comes out, Merry Christmas, babe. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever. If you're listening to this afterwards, you know, still Merry Christmas. How about that? <laughs> if you like the show, you can find me on Instagram and everywhere else at Screen Vomit. One word on all this stuff. I've got merch online. If you want to just support the show, I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash screen vomit or there's a link to the buy me a coffee thing in my link tree um how about give me a few bucks or for free you can leave a rating or review on your podcast app apple Podcasts, spotify whatever you're using oh and i have an extra plug this week on january 14th i will be playing a rock and roll gig in lansing michigan at the Avenue uh, as part of Secret Grief. We're also playing with the Fever Haze and the Falcon King, um, who are awesome bands. It's free. So if you are in Lansing, Michigan, check out my rock and roll gig on January 14th. I haven't played a show in a long time. So this will be interesting for me. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I have a guest with me today. It is a return guest, pal of the pod, Ariel Dyer. Y'all know Ariel. Um, She's been on the podcast a few times, including last year for Dear Christmas on the main line, or she also has a Patreon episode of the podcast, Santa Girl. Ariel is a Christmas movie freak, so you know I had to have her back for the holidays. She's also a rocker, by the way, so you can find her tunes online at arieldyermusic.bandcamp.com and listen to her podcast, Not Your Final Girl Horror Movie Podcast. I went to high school randomly with her podcast co-host so anyway we're basically blood related and um check out the up bye i'm here with return guest resident christmas expert ariel dyer what's up hey what's up happy to be here (laughs) hell yeah all right yeah how's it going what's new you still got a podcast going on how's that going pretty good i mean we are um we're taking like a a little chill break after halloween yeah (laughs) because cool you know horror podcast so we go halloween's a big month yeah we go hard in october and then we're definitely gonna do like a christmas episode or like a holiday episode or something a christmas horror yeah but we don't know what that is yet and that's okay you know we get to we get to hang out and chill for a second Hell yeah. All right. So we picked the 2022 movie Falling for Christmas. Brand new movie. I felt like we had to do this. It's a good one. <laughs> it feels like it works with our previous choice. You know, you're going for like a female mm-hmm. lead that is recognizable yeah. in our culture. Right. So <laughs> in a nostalgic, yeah. complicated way. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Our previous one. What was it called? Uh, good. Good God. Who knows? Good you question. can never know. And Melissa a Joan Hart feature. Dear um, Christmas. That had a Dear Christmas. Wow, yeah, how yeah, did yeah. That even come to me. I don't know. I don't know because even when we did it, I had to Google <laughs> the name about a hundred <laughs> times because it's so plain that yeah. you can't remember no. it. You know, all these Christmas, a lot of these Christmas movies are like that, where like the name is so generic, yeah. you're like. I don't even know what it's called. This one, at least, like, the title has a little bit to do with the action of the story. It does. So, like, yeah. you can kind of remember it. Yeah, you would hope. <laughs> you'd think. We'll see if we forget it in the course of talking about it. <laughs> we probably yeah. will. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so I saw this come out, and I go, Ariel, we got to get you on the pod for this. <laughs> I'm definitely watching this movie. We got to do yeah. this crap. So, 
I'm glad that you obliged. Hell yeah. I was <laughs> for very excited. A, our new annual I know. Tradition. I'm like, now it's a thing. Like, it's a... <laughs> it's kind of a thing now. <laughs> fully committed. Second year, it's the same. It's happening. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know a ton of people who are really Christmas film aficionados in the way that you are. <laughs> it's, it's more of like an affliction than it is a yeah. fandom, right? <laughs> It is, yeah, yeah. It is a disease, but it's a brain disease. <laughs> well, because I'm sitting there and like at this point, I've seen so many of these that I'm like, it's like a weird. It's almost as if you're like suddenly tripping, like you, like the the, the shrooms have hit, <laughs> and like you're like, oh my god, they're all connected. Like this is this. This happened yeah. in this one. This one's really, yeah. and you're like, stop, stop. It's like a Christmas metaverse. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. But I don't even have to be on shrooms to get that feeling now because I've, I've seen so yeah. many of these. Yeah, really dark, really dark stuff. Christmas movies get you high. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. That rocks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so going through the cast and crew, this is this director, Janine Damien's directorial debut. So it's her first her first direction. Wow. She's been a longtime uh, writer and producer of Hallmark movies, though. So Okay. She's been in the game. She's been in the game. Yeah. So she knows she's been around the block. She knows a couple thing or two. Mm-hmm. But this is her first time directing. This is also co-written by Ron Oliver, who as a horror fan, maybe you will know a little bit. He wrote Hello, Mary Lou Prom Night 2. Oh, shit. Also wrote and directed a bunch of Are You Afraid of the Dark, Goosebumps, what? Alex Mack, Animorphs, One Ep of Queers Folk, which is my okay, show. Okay, yeah. And now basically just does Christmas movies. <laughs> so there is like the crossover between horror and Christmas rom-com really not that far away. Yeah. Not that far away. I bet this kind of shit is like easy money, though. Oh, God. For real. It, yeah. Gotta be. I mean, you can tell because the production value of these always fucking suck, <laughs> right? Like, they know what they're doing. Yeah. They're like, we don't need to put effort into the cinematography or anything like that. Or the costuming. None no. of that shit. Or literally any aspect of it. Like, the, the plot is formulaic. Yeah. You don't have to be all that creative about it. The dialogue is never that intense. Yeah, although this... You know, there's not much to Netflix, it. I think, tries to add a little je ne sais quoi like i swear to god that they added <laughs> they did like cgi breath in this did you notice that they did okay. they did i think there was some cgi snow oh there was lots of cgi too. snow which is very typical yeah. but the breath for me yeah. was, was like breath. above and beyond in a way that i was like probably don't you don't they really like t- went all out frosting the windows too i don't know if you noticed the windows <laughs> no. Every single pane was like frosted as fuck. Wow. It was kind of amazing. How quaint. How quaint. <laughs> um, all right. So for cast, of course, we have Lindsay Lohan in this. That's the main selling That's point it. for the film. Yeah. She's getting back. We got to watch it She's for Lindsay. She's back in the yeah. saddle. It's the Lohanaissance. Yes. <laughs> People are talking. <laughs> <laughs> this is her first major role in a movie in almost a decade. It's so a big deal. This is really, yeah, it's a big deal. It's her comeback. Um, she had a small supporting role in another film in 2019, but other than that, wow. And she's been in TV, but as far as like features go, I think this is her comeback. I think she should have had a single in this. Like, I think that that weird song <laughs> she in does. it is is it her? Yeah, it's her. <gasps> uh huh. <laughs> wow, way to go, Lindsay. Was it Jingle Bell Rock? Is that what it is? Oh, is that the one that she's uh, singing when she's singing it on the radio? Is she singing along yeah. to herself? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she is. And she actually did that whole song. It's on the soundtrack. It's her. Oh, my God. Way to go, Lindsay. Good job. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So, yeah, she did have a little song in this. Cord Overstreet is in this, who plays the hot boy love interest. Yes. He is famous for being in Glee, which I never watched. He's also a rocker. So he does does music with a name like Cord, if you didn't become a rocker. Which, when I first saw that name, 
which I saw, I don't remember the context. I think it was like on Twitter or something like year, years before this movie or at least a year before. I thought it was chored. Like I just saw it. No. I don't know because I, I mean, I am a musician. I know what chords are. But I think the context and his last name's Overstreet. So like there was just something yeah. about it that I was like chored Overstreet. Like it was just. And chord's not as good. Like cho- you should have just, it should be chored. Like some sort of Nordic name, you know? I guess like his dad's a musician, so a lot of their he has like a whole bunch of brothers and sisters, and all of their names are like melody Treble clef. chord. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. they're all like music related. Imagine like every time you have to call for somebody, you have to go, "Hey, chord." Oh, <laughs> like, what if you're like one of his kids and you just hate, you don't like music? That sounds like a Christmas rom com, <laughs> right? Right there. Yeah, a music yeah, there hater. You go. Write it. I bet you could sell the script. <laughs> Probably could. <laughs> All right, and we've got George Young, who plays Tad in this movie, also horror relative from Malignant. Oh, right. Okay. I know, and I was like, I don't remember him in Malignant at all, but yeah, whatever. I saw that I don't movie. really remember anybody in Malignant. <laughs> I don't know. I remember, like, the general overture of, like, what happens yeah. in Malignant. I don't think I could pull a face out of it. <laughs> no, no. I would not recognize a face who said they were in Malignant. No. <laughs> but apparently this is like a main guy from Malignant. Okay. Well, good for him. <laughs> Jack Wagner, who plays Lindsay's dad in the movie, is a huge soap opera guy. Yeah, I was reading that. <laughs> He's been in like hundreds of episodes of all different soap operas, Bold and the Beautiful, General Hospital, Melrose Place, all kinds of these things. Huge in that field. I was never a soap opera head myself, though. No. But he has that gravitas to him. He kind of has yeah. that, like, that presence of a soap opera mm-hmm. actor. Like, you show up, yeah. you do your shit. Yeah. And he's got, like, he's got the look for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, it's 2022, and he's still putting on, like, a lot of self-tanner. Yeah. Um, and, like, <laughs> sure is. He's got, he's got a lot of, he has had a lot of work done. He has a lot mm-hmm. of plastic surgery. Um, yeah. And you know what? Go off, Kate. Whatever. You know? You do you. Yeah. We're just saying that it's a look of a moment and he has He it. for sure does. Yes. <laughs> and he, I think he carries it. I think he does it well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. You know, that's his thing. Yeah. And probably ladies his age are into that. I think he's a handsome guy. I think he's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then last credit I'm going to name is um, Lindsay Lohan's sister, Aliana Lohan, plays the stylist in this movie. What? And... <laughs> She also did two songs for the soundtrack. The Family Affair. Wow. Yeah. I guess she's had little bit parts in a lot of Lindsay's movies, though. Okay. That's fun. She's always has, like, one little, like, one line in the background or something. You know, she's kind of around. Okay. Yeah. What would that be like? I don't know. Just hanging out. I mean, I guess if you have a good relationship with your sister, like, just getting a little paycheck. You have to have a strong relationship. Because there there could be, like, a jealousy competitive. It could be weird. Yeah. Why does my sister always get to be the star and not me? (laughs) But it also could be, like, I'm not that interested, but I think it's fun. I hope that, yeah, I hope that's that, yeah. I hope that's the vibe, yeah. (laughs) That makes sense that it was her sister, because honestly, like, the stylist having, like, lines at all is kind of weird. So, like, yeah, and she has, like, multiple, like, enough that I'm, like, it's... She's in a couple scenes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's her sis. Cool. All right. Critic scores on this thing all over the board. We got 58% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty, not amazing. Pretty but high, mid. honestly. <laughs> kind of high, higher than you'd yeah. think. Metacritic, 39. Ooh. Okay. Now we're getting more what I'd probably expect. Yeah. Google users, 74. Hell yeah. Google users. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So we're kind of all over the board here on this one. Yeah. People are fighting. Yeah. So who knows what's going on with this? We're going to figure it out. (laughs) We'll get to the bottom. In the pod. Yeah. 
All right, so I have a little plot summary here. Would you like to read it? Yes. In the days leading up to Christmas, a young and newly engaged heiress experiences a skiing accident. After being diagnosed with amnesia, she finds herself in the care of the handsome lodge owner and his daughter. Wow. Now that's read by a professional. (laughs) (laughs) The story time voice coming out. (laughs) Someone you can tell reads a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we can get into it. Yes. Wait. Okay. Okay. Before we get into it, I do want to know what you have seen of like the Lindsay Lohan like oeuvre. Like what have you... What have you seen of her? Of her entire hers? oeuvre? Yeah. Okay, let me look up her um, <laughs> The thing, canon, just real quick. the Lilo canon. Yeah, let me look up the... All right, so I've seen Mean Girls, okay. Parent Trap, Freaky Friday. The classics. The Holiday. I don't remember her being in The Holiday, but I've seen it. Okay. She's in Grindhouse. I don't remember her being in Grindhouse. I've seen it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Machete. That might be it in terms of features. I've also seen her in a couple shows. Okay. Well, she was in that show not too long ago with um, Rupert Grint. Oh. What was that show? I'm going to have to look that up now, too. It's called, like, Sick Note or something like that. Uh, no, I I'm not. Okay. This was, see. like, a couple of years ago. I'm looking at... Sick Note. That's Sick what it's Note. called. Okay. Wow. That's it. <laughs> I thought I was wrong, right. but that's actually literally what it's called. Okay. <laughs> so I saw Sick Note. That was, like... To me, that was a little bit of a comeback for her. Yeah, she really hadn't done anything before that for a long time. She plays a totally different kind of person. She has like short black hair. She's it's totally different than like the Lindsay we know. Yeah, you know. I liked that show though. Okay, Um, but I think it got canceled pretty early. Mm. So that's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw that, and then all the other movies I said. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've seen like the hits, basically not not much of the deep cuts, but I've seen well a lot of her older hits, I guess. Because I haven't seen, like, Herbie Fully Loaded or Get a Clue. I think those are kind of big ones. I haven't seen Herbie haven't Fully Loaded. Seen. I need. I feel like yeah. I need to. Because it's the same person who did Debs, right? I think it's the same director. Oh, is it? I think I it know. is. Um, so I'm curious about that one. I've seen Get a Clue. And I think, did she do, like, Disney stuff when she was a kid? Like, show-wise? I mean, Get a Clue, is, isn't that a Disney original? It might be. I think that's a... I also, yeah. when once we get to, like, her being a child, I think I mix her up with Amanda Bynes a little bit, too. Oh, I can see that, yeah. Because they kind of do, like, the same kind of silly, goofy yes. stuff. Well, so. and then there was Just My Luck, which was, like, early Chris Pine uh starring opposite mm. her never saw that okay it's not good but <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you know it's fun yeah she looks like she did a little bit of disney stuff as a as a youngster she did yeah i feel like that's how she maybe got her start but i could be wrong i don't know i think parent trap was like her kick that was off. a big one i mean that wasn't like the first thing she did but i think that's when she like blasted up that's a good get like that's a good role for a kid to get you know yeah 1998 parent trap Man. And she was great in that. I remember, well, when I was a kid, I was really obsessed with the original Parent Trap. Okay. Because I went to a daycare for a while that that's the only movie they would play, <laughs> and they would play it over and over and over all day long. <laughs> wow, they're trying to <laughs> indoctrinate you. The original Parent yeah. Trap. That is it. Okay. Um, so when the remake came out, even though I was like a little kid at that time, 1998, mm-hmm. or I was like 10, I just remember being like comparing it to the oh, original. <laughs> were you snobby about it? You were like, this is not the same. I was a little snobby about it, <laughs> but but I still, I think I liked it though, because I did like the original Parent Trap too. Yeah, I loved, I remember that and I loved it. I remember everyone, all the kids that I knew, everyone tried to do the handshake. Like that was a thing. Everyone's trying to do the handshake. They're all trying the peanut butter with the Oreos or whatever it was. Just blew everyone's mind. 
I think she is like a couple years older than me, like just a little bit. But I still feel like canonically, she's a little younger than me. Like the films <laughs> that she was making are like people that were a little younger than me were watching okay. mostly, you know? Yeah, well, because I wasn't she's like, like obsessed with her. She's like 36, I want to say, right? She was born in 86. So what's the math? On yeah. That? Yeah. 36, I think. Yeah. But I just feel like, yeah, it was like people a little younger than me that were like full obsessed with her. And I was just kind of like, well, I guess I'll watch this okay. sort of thing. Yeah. Like, uh, it's know? on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's fine. Like, no shade to her. She was, she's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> but I think I missed her time a little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And how do you feel? What's mm. your relationship? My relationship Because you with are Lindsay. a little younger than me. I know. Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Parent Trap was big. Like, I remember that and being really into it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was definitely yeah. big for me. Um, and then Freaky Friday was also big for me. Like, I loved Freaky Friday. Yeah. I recently rewatched it, which was so weird because it was just, like, weird to – hadn't seen it, you know, in years. And uh, – I probably haven't seen it since, like, close to the time that it came yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I, that was kind of it for 2003. me. 2003. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really interesting to watch now um, <laughs> for some for some reasons. Um, yeah. Like some some interesting cringy <laughs> racism that you know as a young yeah. me did not catch right, but okay. um, mm-hmm. or was less bothered by I guess is what I'll say. Yeah. But we were less informed. On. Yeah. Yeah. But now you're like, oh, holy shit! Like this is. Yeah. A, but it was. I've seen a lot of that lately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was yeah. weird to look at like mostly jamie lee curtis because that was my introduction to jamie lee curtis i had never seen and now like she's iconic right like halloween like Mm -hmm. from the horror side of things um but i didn't know any of that shit when i watched freaky friday i was just like okay Mm. an older lady that seems cool you know i had known jamie lee curtis i'm pretty sure she's in one of the my girl movies okay yeah my girl 2 which was my favorite movie as a little kid my girl 2 okay obsessed with that movie (laughs) So I had known her from that and probably other stuff, but I specifically remember that. Yeah. That I knew her from. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was a big one. Loved. I think she was in the Trulia commercials at that oh, time, wait. too. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. She totally was. <laughs> <laughs> About having regular movements. No, she absolutely was. <laughs> yes. I remember that. Wow. We're finding out. I've always been kind of obsessed with um, shit, shitting, poop comedy, <laughs> Um, people talking about shitting, normalizing shitting. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm kind of realizing this is huge for me. (laughs) This is like a through line. And you know what? I got to hang out with my family recently, who I almost never see. I see like for a couple hours every five years when somebody dies, I get to see my family. So like I I don't ever really hang out with them because we all, I grew up in different states. So we're just like, we're all far apart. But I recently hung out with some of my family for several days in a row, which is like the first time I've done that since I was a child. Okay. And man, they really talk about shitting all the time. (laughs) That's where it comes from. And they got a deep, a deep talk about it. You know, like (laughs) my uncle came out of the bathroom and he was like panting and I was like, are you okay? And he goes, man, I just did all kinds of work for two little peanut (laughs) M&M's. Wow. I, I remember the first time I had a friend who like like came out of the bathroom and she's like, Man, I just pooped. I feel so much better. And I was like Yeah. She was just very frank about it and I'm like Yeah Wow, this is so refreshing. It's so refreshing. I to love have. it. My mom always had IBS. Yeah. It runs in my family. I'm also an IBS king. Okay. Um, but so it was just always like a conversation my mom was always shitting her pants. <laughs> She was always shitting her pants or, like, having an emergency that we had to get to a bathroom. Oh, God. And, like, taking fiber pills and stuff. (laughs) 
And so it's just kind of like always been really big in my family. And I think other people just aren't really like that. But I wish they were. I love shitting. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yesterday, somebody, I guess I can name him, uh, Alex Phillips, who makes movies that I enjoy. Um, And I've been finding some of his deep cuts that kind of aren't online, but I have my ways, you Uh know. Um, And he was like, I have another secret short film that's toilet based. It's a toilet short film. I feel like you would like this. (laughs) (laughs) My brand's getting strong enough that people are going, this movie's about shit. Let me send it to Kayla. (laughs) Wow, you're doing a good job. (laughs) So I was like, I'm really... My brand is strong, and you know what? I did love it, and I continue to like shit movies. I'm going to recommend some at the end of the okay, pod, Okay, perfect. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> anyway, why did we start talking about oh, oh, the Julia commercials? Right, or Activia, <laughs> or whatever it was. Whatever yogurt yeah. she was peddling to yeah. help with that shit, yeah. So... Um, I remember her. Anyway, she was famous for that, yeah. Yeah, I do remember those, so... I don't know if she still does them or what. Well, I guess we don't really see commercials that much anymore. No, I know. I'm like, we don't really mm-hmm. not. Well, I mean, unless they're like on Tubi or Hulu or something, you know, like. Yeah. But even then, most of the time you get one commercial that just plays every round forever. of commercials. Yeah. And it's usually like, I feel like it's usually like car insurance. It's like. <laughs> it's definitely not Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis talking about yogurt and helping yeah. her shit. So, no. yeah. The, gone are the days. days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. And most of the time I just mute the TV until the commercial's back. In, so, like, I'm not even still watching it really no no we have phones now back in the day we didn't have a phone you know right um okay so (laughs) so you liked freaky friday (laughs) i did yeah Mm -hmm. that's right all right so you were big on freaky friday and parent trap and that's your Lindsay experience um that's mostly my Lindsay. except i did watch i definitely like was a big disney channel original movie kid because it was like one of the things only things i was allowed Mm -hmm. to watch and so i Mm -hmm. did watch um get a clue Mm. i don't know she was just always around like she just was all she was one of those people it was like Lindsay lohan liz mcguire obviously another disney person but then you know mary kate ashley olsen like it was just that was kind of there's the group i was a big mary kate and ashley head okay that was really my guys okay okay i was huge on mary kate and ashley full obsessed actually i cut my hair like mary kate for years oh shit wow we need to do they need to do a christmas (laughs) rom-com Like they need to. I wish they would do anything. Yeah, I see Mary Kate pop up and stuff every once in a while with like little parts, but not much. And I, God, I miss them. But I don't know if it would be the same to see them now because they're so changed. Yeah, it would be different. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was full Mary Kate and Ashley head. I had a whole my closet door was like covered in pictures of them. I subscribed to Mary Kate and Ashley magazine. I had their Barbie dolls. I had like every single movie they were in. Okay. Yeah. There's actually I think there's only one Mary Kate and Ashley movie I haven't seen still to this day. And I forget what it's called now, but it's the one where Andy Richter has like an offensive Chinese accent. So I was like, Do I go back and watch this now? Uh, maybe i'm not sure but you know what i'll probably do you'll it, probably do it yeah. <laughs> oh was that new york minute maybe okay yeah, i think that's it okay well i was i was not full obsessed with like Lindsay or any of these people but they were just people that were here they are they're doing a movie you know so i was like yeah we'd go to the they theaters or we'd watch it on disney so that was kind of it it was just mm-hmm. chilling but i am so happy to see her 
back doing her thing. Me too. And looking healthy. She looks great in this movie. She looks really good. She looks like the Lindsay we remember, who I feel like we haven't seen in a long time. She looks great, and her voice has gotten even hotter. I'm just going to say. She already oh, yeah. had a hot voice. It's better yeah. now. It's sexy. It has. It's like a fine <laughs> line. It's gotten better with age. So It is sexy. Man, every, every girl wants that, like, husky... Yep voice um mm-hmm. and god it's hot it is yeah and she's got that we've got classic long red hair Lindsay in this movie which is like the Lindsay we all know and love remember yep and she just looks like healthy she looks like the old she looks like old Lindsay <laughs> <laughs> for a minute I mean she was looking kind of like messed up on drugs or like just kind of yeah. sloppy and plastic surgery and she her had hair was rough, all crazy. That's, yeah, and that's what I remember yeah. that too. Like, and we don't blame her for that. No, it's no, I remember no, no. that tabloid run of just relentless fucking yeah. cruelty towards Lindsay. Absolutely. Um, I mean, they yeah. love to find someone to latch on to because it was Brittany, it was Lindsay. Like, there's always someone mm-hmm. they got to be kicking while they're down. And so I'm and making it worse. Really glad that she's looking like it's a big fuck you to that whole time in her life, I think. I think she's doing good. Yeah. She's absolutely making a full comeback, uh, Lohanasans, and we're here for it. Hell yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and yeah, she looks great. She, uh, yeah, couldn't be better. <laughs> yeah. So stoked for her. And I think this was kind of a perfect vehicle for her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, so let's start <laughs> Let's start getting into this. <laughs> Whoops, we got to talk about the film. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are set in Utah. Um, in the suburbs of Salt Lake City, mostly around the Park City area, which is famously where Sundance takes place. So um, whatever we're seeing here, that's what people see when they go to Sundance. Isn't that cool? Hell yeah. <laughs> I would love to go to Sundance. I've been to Utah and it's pretty, oh, but yeah. I've never been to Sundance. I've never been to Utah at all. Oh. I would love to go to Sundance. It's unfortunately so expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with Film Fest. They're usually kind of the whole thing. I've so. been loving the virtual Film Fest because it's affordable and accessible. I hope me. they keep it because that's like the only way I've been able to do them. Yeah. Same. And then we can take part in film fests all over the world. Yep. God, virtual film fest rock. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll be friends enough with a filmmaker who will take me along or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to go. <laughs> I don't imagine I'll ever afford it on my own. <laughs> no. Anyway, this is set there mostly in Park City in Midway, Utah. So Lindsay's character, she's basically like a Paris Hilton. Yeah. Which I think is funny because aren't they friends in real life? Or oh, at least probably. at one time. Were. Yeah. I mean, they're contemporaries, <laughs> right? They were yeah. big at the same time or around. I feel like they were homies for a moment. I don't know if they still continue their relationship, but I think it's funny that she basically is Paris Hilton. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Her dad owns like a high-end ski resort slash hotel chain kind of business. And she's dating an influencer. Love, love him. Um, what's his name? Tad. Tad. Yeah. A lot of movies are doing the influencer stuff now uh, yeah. in the movies. I don't always know how I feel about it because I think it's kind of corny ultimately. <laughs> it's hugely corny. I just love, I think this actor put a lot of weird charm into this role. Like I weirdly yeah. love this character and I'm like, there's yeah. no, on paper, there's absolutely no reason why I should. <laughs> Yeah, no. But yeah, he does bring a charm to it. And he's kind of he's kind of an obvious heel in the movie. Mm -hmm. Like he is kind of addicted to his phone and to getting likes and whatever. He's pretty cold and rude to actually Lindsay. But um, he's so like stupid. So vapid. (laughs) He's just there's nothing going on there. Yeah. And I think because he's not like I get you know, like he's a hot guy or what like traditionally hot guy, but he's not being a hot boy in this. No, is leaning into the silliness. And like, and has he's just got like, his hair. 
He's like oozing what? pansexual <laughs> energy too. Like this man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll get the into queerness that, but... of him is so fascinating <laughs> to me, which we're obsessed with. But also like his literally his look, his hair. I couldn't get past. Um, it's like basically plastered down with so much gel. He looks like Woody from Toy Story. Like it's literally plastic. <laughs> it is. Wow. It does literally look like a toy. <laughs> he literally looks like a toy. <laughs> Wow, that's that was so like true. such an insane choice. It has the shine on it. Like I it swear does, to the God. shine and like I bet if you knocked on it, like it would make a sound. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So I think his hair is amazing. Yeah. He's also like literally in age older than both her and the other love interest. Mm, um, okay. Almost 10 years older than than Cord. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> okay. Jeez. So he had to do some stuff that was silly to kind of make him still fit in. Yeah. Uh, and I think that the choices that were made were good ones. I think so. He's, yeah, he's, for me, he's far more charming than our actual male lead. Uh, <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I think, I prefer the, the like, the Ken doll hair like the to voice. the weird, uh-huh. like, Carrie we'll talk Elvis about the hair the other guy of the other on. guy. Yeah. <laughs> we will, we will. <laughs> we'll get there. Mm-hmm. We're actually almost there. Okay. Okay, so her dad owns all these high-end hotels. His name is Beauregard Belmont. Love it. Which I just thought was a a great character Mm -hmm. name, too. I think so, too. (laughs) Beauregard. (laughs) One time they're at dinner, and she goes, he calls her dad Mr. Belmont, and she goes, oh, I think you can call him Beauregard by now. (laughs) Not even Beau, but Beau. I'll stick to Belmont, thank you. It's shorter, actually. (laughs) Literally. It's actually easier on the mouth. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that was funny. Okay, so the actual love interest, little cutie who owns another little mom and pop ski lodge down the road. A poor struggling family poor struggling business of a ski working lodge. class. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> a working class man. He has a meeting with Lindsay's dad to try and get money from him. Um, so that's how, that's our introduction to him in the film. And it's pretty obvious from the moment he steps on screen that that is going to be like yes. her her good boy, down to earth, good hearted guy she like falls in love with formulaically. Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. looks like the dad. Like that feels like intentional casting to me. Like he looks, yeah. he has the same similar haircut. Yeah. Both mm-hmm. blondie We're bears. a little bit of Freudian something going There's on. There's something happening. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, when he comes in, I think he's wearing a hat. So we don't actually get a yeah. hair reveal for a moment. But then at some point, the hat comes off and we get the <laughs> hair reveal, which is a bleach blonde chili bowl. Awful. Which I'm actually obsessed with. <laughs> I'm actually really into it. <laughs> I didn't like the flop. There was too much flop. So for me, it's like they could have shared hair gel. Like we could have taken away a little, given some to our floppy boy. I'm kind of into it. He had the he had the chili bowl, but also it's like every time he leans over, like the hair is kind of falling into the <laughs> eyes a little bit. Like I said, it was giving me like Carrie Elwes, Princess Bride. You know, like I was really feeling that moment for him. Okay, all right. <laughs> I think Carrie Elwes pulls it off a little better for for my taste than he probably does. But also, that was like. That hair is such a moment in time. Like, that hair is so 90s. Yes, yes. And 90s are making a huge comeback. Oh, yeah. So, like, I guess it's kind of, like, back around again. Yeah, I'm actually, I think I'm, when I was a kid, nothing hotter than a chili bowl. (laughs) Chili bowl would get my dick rock hard. (laughs) Remember uh, remember Anakin Skywalker, little Anakin? (laughs) Iconic. I had a huge crush on him. 
<laughs> Love that weird bowl cut. Yes. I'm all like JTT. I'm like Devin Sawa Young. Uh, everybody with the chili bowls. Oh my God. Like yeah. <laughs> soaking wet. <laughs> and they're, they're making a comeback. I don't know how I always feel about it, but I kind of liked it on this guy. I like it. I like it when a guy has a little hair going on, you know, a hair moment. I think I need it for the longest like time. shorter or longer. Like I think I need, it's like an in-between period for me. You're not into the mid hair. I don't think I'm into the mid hair. Yeah, no. <laughs> and chili bowls are mid for you. <laughs> yeah, at least on this guy. At least on this guy. Yeah. yeah. I think for the longest time it felt like every guy, and some are still like this, but like every guy was just buzzing. Like oh, yeah. solid buzz. They're not trying to mess with like doing a hair. Yeah. Um, and I just think if it, if somebody puts a little effort into having a little hair going on, I appreciate that. Okay. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know? (laughs) So we do have a bleach blonde chili bowl moment. And I don't know. I was kind of feeling it. (laughs) Okay. And actually, in my notes for the rest of the movie, I just call him Chili Bowl. Amazing. Okay. (laughs) Honestly, I don't even remember his name. So Chili Bowl suffices. Sounds No idea. Oh, you know what? I think it's Jake. Because I read a thing about... I read a thing about how Lindsay Lohan has been in like eight movies where her love interest name is Jake. <laughs> it's like written into her contract. She's like, that's it's always it for Jake. Me. That's all I can do. What's the deal with that? I like barely know any Jakes in real life. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I don't know. She has a thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So his ski lodge like is struggling. It's not going to make it unless they get literally quote unquote. A miracle. A Christmas miracle miracle. (laughs) is needed to save their ski lodge. And he also has a small Latina daughter, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I love for him. And they don't say it for a minute, but you pretty much gather... pretty quickly that he has a dead wife you it, it's a law of the christmas rom-com universe yeah. there is a dead you gotta have a dead wife wife mm-hmm. there's a dead at least a dead spouse or a dead parent mm-hmm. like someone's mm-hmm. died and we're not it needs or to be a of part the of the plot you know what i mean there's not a divorce nobody's run off nope there's it's got to be death. It's, that's the only way i think there's just a lot of murder happening in the christmas rom-com world <laughs> is what i think did they oh they did say at some point that she got sick so he's they he didn't say her. from what she's dead <laughs> whatever moving on on to the next one yeah (laughs) and they lean in hard to the snowy mountains of it all uh in this movie too there's one point where instead of saying like oh i'll take a rain check on that he says i'll take a snow check oh god that was pretty good i didn't even notice that that was pretty trying to be quaint (laughs) yeah Speaking of dead parents, we get a scene with Lindsay and her dad having a shared memory over a gigantic snow globe um, (laughs) where they do a bunch of backstory and exposition. Mm -hmm. And that's where we learn that her mom died when she was five. And I think this scene is easily the stiffest scene of the movie. It's the most stilted. The acting right here is just so... (laughs) They they can't make it work. Even the... Mm -mm. The consummate professionals, right? You have the soap opera guy and you have Lindsay. They can't they can't yeah. make it work. They couldn't make it happen. And she's like she's like thirty five, right? And it seems like she keeps in pretty good touch with her dad. Yeah. And this somehow feels like the first time they've talked about her mom being dead. Yeah, it's like weirdly fresh in her mind. Like I know holidays can like yeah. bring stuff up, but like yeah, literally like it feels new somehow in a way that it definitely is not because yeah, it was 30 years ago. So yeah. And like the conversation is so 
Ugh, it's just too laid out. Like, well, you know, your mother was only, <laughs> or you were only five years old when your mother died. I can't believe you remember. Her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why? Yes, I do remember my mother. Um, I remember the way she smelled. You know, yeah. like <laughs> it's just so like stiff. Like people don't talk like this. No, <laughs> no, it's weird. But she has this attachment of her mother's memory to this gigantic snow globe. Yeah, easily a hundred dollar snow globe. <laughs> Which is nothing. Nothing to this man. If not more. Yeah, nothing to this man. Because he, he, they don't say how much money he has, but it's kind of unwritten that he's a billionaire. Like, he has yeah. an endless supply of money. Yeah. Well, and she hasn't, like, presumably has not really had to work, like, doesn't really need yeah. to do much, except that he's giving her this job. She's a trust fund baby, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now she gets to be, what, vice president of atmosphere or some shit? Like, yeah. I don't remember what the, okay. So, yeah, that's, I think that's literally what it is. Like, the whole thing is, he's offering her a job for his hotel chain as vice president of atmosphere who's the president of atmosphere that's a great question because i'd be fucking pissed <laughs> i'd be like dad you're not gonna give me the fucking president spot literally the but assistant it is manager? kind of <laughs> it is like a made-up job just so that he can give her a job and pay her i don't know why like why do you need to like be paying you're already giving her all your money i don't <laughs> i don't know yeah i don't know who who's to say what's going on there but she doesn't really want the job so that's like an undercurrent of a little bit of i mean who would if you could get all that money for free you know i wouldn't either yeah but she also doesn't want like a fake no job. yeah she i don't know to, like... just pay me if you're just gonna give me a fake job just to have the title that's kind so of it say i do something like just pay me <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. who cares <laughs> <laughs> oh and and we establish in this scene with the memories of her mom that he made a promise to her mother so so many years yeah. ago that he would take care of her which is hilarious a hilarious um, thing i you literally have to hope promise. you will yeah, <laughs> you're her dad like what that that's what i said when i watched it i was like you do not have to i this is sorry this is your child like that's the gig literally you have one job when you have a fucking child like that's what you sign up for by the way bottom line and he brings up this promise eight to ten times in the film (laughs) (laughs) well you know i promised your mother i'd take care of you so i guess i gotta keep my promise (laughs) like what (laughs) honestly this the choice to have it's such a weak and uninteresting choice to have this man not be a villain. Yeah. I found it so strange, so curious. Having seen so many of these, in any other yeah. self-respecting Christmas rom-com, he would absolutely be a bad guy. He would yeah. absolutely be... Rich um, Daddy is always a villain. Yes, and he wouldn't... Yeah. It wouldn't be that the male lead came to him saying, hey, can you help my poor starving uh, ski resort and uh-huh. let it be one of your subsidiaries? In a, a real one, a real Christmas rom-com... Yeah. That the dad would have him there saying, I'm going to eat your fucking small business. It will be mine. I'm taking over. (laughs) That would be the fucking plot. Because there's not really a forced conflict in this one. You know what I mean? Like, we need some of that (laughs) shit. We need a forced conflict. We need, like, a worse plot. That's kind of what I'm advocating for here, right? Yeah. And that, you know, that would have made it a little more interesting. Yeah. So he would would say, yeah, we're going to eat your little tiny ass dumb ski lodge and then she falls in love with them and says daddy don't eat it exactly that would be more interesting and she learns yeah. she's like you know what i am gonna do my own thing i'm not gonna be the vice president of atmosphere or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. and i'm gonna do my own thing and like he's like wow i respect you more for that and maybe i need to remember that your mother was cool and not a piece of shit and so i shouldn't be a piece <laughs> of shit like that's what would happen 
right? Yeah, yeah. If we that would be the didn't end have lesson, contempt, yeah. or we had the normal amount of contempt for our audience that Christmas rom-com writers have, that's how it would go. That's a, that's a great punch-up. Those are my notes. Writers, you know, take notes from what Ariel is saying. <laughs> writers of, of, like, bottom-of-the-barrel Christmas rom-coms. Literally, why aren't you writing scripts Hello. for these things? I bet you could be a millionaire. <laughs> I probably could do pretty well, honestly. <laughs> Yeah. It would be easy for you. It would be. <laughs> okay, so her influencer boyfriend picks her up to go do a photo shoot. It's going to be the, the girlfriend reveal on the timeline for him. Yep. Even though they've been dating over a year, she's never been in one of his posts. A little sus. That's a lot of restraint for an influencer. I'm just, that's like a lot mm-hmm. of, wow. Okay. I think some people, though, have that thing where it's like, if I stay seeming like I'm single people like me more or something oh true you know? okay yeah, yeah yeah okay especially like um celebs yep so, okay or he's being shady on the side we don't know could be i don't see him as being a shady on the side guy but no we don't know <laughs> we don't know he could be getting some dms he just doesn't want to stop maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> So he takes her to somewhere remote. I'm kind of surprised that he drives his own vehicle for this. Me part too. Two. You'd think yeah. he'd have some assistant or something. Like he'd some sort of harried. Yeah. I wish we had a harried assistant that was, you know, like kind of following <laughs> him about. And she has an assistant. They don't make her assistant drive. No, no. Mm-hmm. They go off themselves. Yeah. And they're yeah. completely like, it's shocking that, that he can't drive, to be honest with you. True. Um, yeah. The man does not He's know how to do much. Helpless. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely helpless. Um, also, her outfit. We have to mention her outfit oh, for the drive. Wow. <laughs> yeah. This outfit was the moment for yeah. me. I loved this outfit. This is an iconic, uh, yeah, iconic choice. Absolutely iconic. Head to toe fuchsia. So good. Bright fuchsia, which is like not a color that has been in at any point in time, <laughs> but especially not, not now. head to toe. <laughs> Certainly not head to toe. Head to toe, including a big old furry, yes. like, babushka hat. I don't know what you call those hats. I always call them babushka hats. The hat is, like, what sells it, honestly, yeah. The hat and then the tiny sunglasses. Oh, I, I'm i obsessed so with the good. tiny sunglasses moment <laughs> on anybody. A tiny sunglasses will get me every time. Okay, yeah. I love tiny sunglasses are so funny. Somebody <laughs> looking at you with their sunglasses <laughs> being too small. <laughs> like, it looks like beady, beady eyes. funny to me. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I love it. You look like an alien. Yes, yes that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that kind of moment. So yeah, the tiny, sun- <laughs> the tiny sunglasses with uh, this crazy ass outfit. I was just. It's very good. It is very yeah. good. In the car, we do get, uh, we alluded to this, her singing Jingle Bell Rock on the radio. Mm-hmm. This is also a tribute to Mean Girls. She does that oh. song in Mean Girls with the whole dance. Yes, you're right. So, wow. I guess when it was the radio moment, she didn't think about the Mean Girls reference. It was more the director doing that. Okay. But afterwards, and people go, oh, like Mean Girls, she was like, oh, maybe we should do like a whole thing. We should get the cast to do the dance for like the <laughs> the goof reel at the end yeah. um, or something. But that just seemed like kind of all too much. And then eventually it got down to her just doing the song for the movie. It's on the oh, soundtrack. Okay. Well, that would have been really fun if they had done a whole committing. It would, but they're like, is it like too much? I don't know. But even just having like that little nod is like, that's kind of nice because what what we're here for is the Lohanasans, is the comeback of the Lindsay we all know and love. Which I think that there's a callback to another Lindsay Lohan film later in the movie. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but we will when we get there. Tell me when it it comes up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So she gets to do that song, but then her boyfriend is like, 
oh, you're off pitch, um, you're being annoying, changes the song. <laughs> He's just kind of rude. He's being rude because she's not. She's, she's perfect being... and she's singing it perfectly. So she sounds Excuse great. Me. <laughs> she has a good voice. Yeah. Like we said, she has an iconic voice we all want anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One thing I don't like about this movie is the way it cuts to other stuff going on. Ah. I think it does it kind of too much and kind of randomly. Yes. So somewhere in, in this trip, we cut back away to um, Chili Bull's daughter. Yes. Yep. <laughs> going to see Santa and putting her wish on the tree. Yeah. This was a big CGI moment here, too, <laughs> with the wish, like, flying <laughs> off of the tree and, yes. like, floating up into space the way wishes do. Of course. That's when you know <laughs> And everybody work. just being like, well, there it goes. You know? That's it. Hopefully it gets to Santa or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Just like the Christmas tradition we all have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with our Christmas wish. And, of course, we have a real Santa. This is a real Santa scenario. Which is, okay, that is like, that's a bit, that's yeah. one of my favorite tropes for Christmas rom-coms. Yeah. When there's a real, a real Santa? there's nothing else supernatural in the world, but Santa <laughs> is real and he's going to fuck shit up. Like, that's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Like a chaos agent, you know? <laughs> and like, what's he doing in this weird little city in Utah, just hanging out? Right? Waiting for someone to put their wish on the tree that he likes? There are hundreds of there's wishes There's so many on the tree. wishes. Why did we choose this one? It was the most sincere, maybe. I don't know, but... <laughs> And, like, for, like, a billionaire hotel mogul to find love, like, I don't know. Or what if Santa granted every wish that day, and now we do a spinoff where it's like Mm. Halloween. It's like how John Carpenter wanted to do the Halloween movies, and he got to do Season (laughs) of the Witch. Everyone after, falling for Christmas, too. Falling, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And they can Uh be, like, falling, fall harder, you know, like, shit like that. But but every one of them is a wish that was granted Uh that day. That's actually a great idea. Wow. <laughs> he also does a classic um, nose twinkle, oh, a little nose yes. touch oh, God. to make the wish come true. The nose, classically, historically, an instrument of magic in film. Like, the, something is going on with the nose. Yeah, that is kind of I true. Huh. Magic is in there. Even, like, Bewitched or whatever, when she does her little crinkle. Yeah. I can't do a crinkle. <laughs> Just try it, and it was really bad. But, you know. <laughs> I loved watching you try the crinkle. <laughs> that was a big thing in the Bewitched movie in the bewitch feature film yes which came out in like 2012 With, or like something. nicole kidman no, it had to be earlier than that like 20, 2005 yeah something like that um, and she has a great nose nicole kidman has a wonderful nose so but that there's a whole like audition process in that oh, movie yeah. of people trying to do the trinkle they the are nose trinkle. Yeah, yeah 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 you gotta get it right nobody can do it it's hard somehow nicole kidman who's had so many nose surgeries and botox you can't even believe it <laughs> is the only one able to move her nose the correct way to be that was probably <laughs> one of the surgeries <laughs> she's like hey i'd like yeah, to I crinkle need a surgery it to make <laughs> i need to do a little crinkle and i want it to look cute <laughs> or maybe they have like a string puppet thing going on where people... <laughs> they're yanking they're... on the nose either side like they got floss attached to yes <laughs> or like invisible sticks they're like invisible nose sticks puppeteers. and they poke them like this yeah <laughs> Or maybe that's CGI. Maybe that whole thing was CGI. Well, maybe so. Well, anyways, we and really got... And there's actually no way to find that out. <laughs> no, no one will tell us. It's, it's a, a Hollywood no. secret buried. Hollywood it's in secret. the vault. It's movie magic, and we don't need to know anymore. <laughs> yeah. But the nose, always an instrument of magic, and that is not limited to Santa Claus. It's, it's everywhere. <laughs> His nose, also magical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So her wish gets granted. 
okay, cut back to we're in the car again. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of interrupt momentum, I think, a lot of times with the way that they cut away to kind of random things going on in town. Well, and they literally could have done that cut mm-hmm. later when they're trying to do their photo op and she's standing at the edge of the snow, yeah. which leads, of course, to the title of the film. Because Mm -hmm. then it makes sense. It's like, oh, Santa decides to almost kill two people to make this wish come true. (laughs) To throw her off a cliff. (laughs) Yeah, very dark. Very dark. Agent of chaos. Yeah. Yeah, so they do go to this remote cliff that that her influencer boyfriend saw on a geotag from another influencer is the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, he proposes to her with a ring that's gigantic. (laughs) Not only like... The band is gigantic, but also the stone. The stone is gigantic. It looks like one of those rings you get out of like a 50 cent machine, though, to be honest. And like, it's kind of like a like a pea colored gem. Yeah. Like it's, like, it's like a big jewel. It's not like a diamond or something. It's not good. Yeah. Yeah. No. No effort it looks was cheap made. As hell. Yeah. I bet they did get it out of a 50 cent Probably. machine. And they go, this will do for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> when they get there, though, there is also like a funny moment of them trying to get the snowmobile off of the truck. <laughs> We never see exactly how they figure no. it out, but I think it was funny that they didn't know how. Yes. And the way that they approached that. It was funny. It was. Well, because Lindsay Lohan says something like, she's like, do I, she says something like, do I look like I know how to do this? Like, it's just yeah. like the, the self-awareness <laughs> of While like, she's standing in her fuchsia outfit. she is. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of refreshing. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> There's a lot of comedy early in this film. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was doing real laughs. Yeah, it's, it's humor that works. I'm, I, it wasn't me like laughing yeah. at. Like it was funny. I'm laughing with. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the funniest moments coming up when she slides backwards off the cliff and he <laughs> slides into a sinkhole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty good. I was dying laughing. That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I liked it. It was great. And this is like some of that like physical slapstick comedy we know and love Lindsay for. Yes. She's she's actually goaded at slapstick. (laughs) (laughs) And she's bringing it back. She is. And I love to see that. This is what the fans want to see. (laughs) Yes. Killing it. This gorgeous woman like just being absolutely stupid and clumsy. Tumbling off of a cliffside. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I guess she got to do a little bit of her own stunts for this too. Only a tiny amount. Okay. Um, But one of those... (laughs) quote unquote stunts was her sliding backwards towards the cliff. She didn't get to do the falling off the cliff. Okay. But she got to do she got to do a little slide. Okay. A little slide. <laughs> yeah. Apparently it's so expensive to get her to do anything other than just like say her lines and do face acting <laughs> that actually most of the movie um she has a body double. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Basically anytime where you're not seeing her face, she has a body double. Oh my god. <laughs> Damn. And that includes like later when she's making food. That includes like um, when she does a kiss at the end. These are all body doubles. This is wild. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And I read an interview with her stunt. She had two doubles. One was a stunt double and one's just a body double. Uh-huh. Um, and the stunt double was saying like even when she did that tiny bit of a slide backwards towards the cliff and didn't really do much else there there was like eight people standing behind her just like ready to catch her worried that she's gonna break <laughs> oh, something no. you know like, <laughs> there was a huge safety team there to catch her she has to be protected at all costs mm-hmm. and you know what i agree with that yeah. her tumble down this mountain too is such a long tumble it's full they fully commit to the falling they, yeah. so, they fully commit and i'm obsessed i love yeah. the tumble the tumble was incredible that was so funny i mean making it long like that 
that makes it funnier, mm-hmm. right? Like that's kind yeah. of that's kind of absolutely. It. Yeah, she's sliding down an entire mountain on her stomach. <laughs> that just rocks. <laughs> yeah, which is you know by the way, like PSA when you're hiking, like don't take those cliff shots because people die all the time mm-hmm. that way. I'm just gonna yeah. say. You won't catch my ass on a cliff. There's no way I would get on a cliff. Are you no, kidding me? You're not even getting near a cliff. Like, you're not Lindsay Lohan <laughs> starring in a comedy. So, like, it will not end well for you, you know? No. <laughs> you won't catch my ass on a cliff. <laughs> yeah, I think someone in Colorado, like, just was doing that. Like, I think they were really? taking a picture on a cliff. I think I want to say that just recently happened. And then they fell, severely injured themselves. Like, eventually... Because they were smart, that was not a smart moment for them, but they were smart in other ways. They were able to survive, mm-hmm. and they eventually made it to train tracks, I think, and, like, waved down a train that happened Damn. to have, like, I want to say it was, like, a con- the conductor and their, like, it was, like, a husband and wife duo, and one of them was, like, the conductor, and the other was, like, an EMT, and I'm, like, that's so hot. Like, look at Whoa. them. Look at them. <laughs> Goals. I want to see their adventures, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but, yeah, you're not Lindsay Lohan, so just don't do it. Don't take that shot. It's not worth it. Yeah, too scary. Yeah. So she does end up at the bottom of the mountain, hits her head on a tree, and uh, gets a concussion. Whatever. Passes out at this moment. Yeah. And Chili Bull rides by on a sleigh at just this (laughs) exact time. (laughs) Yes. Luckily, uh, she's wearing fuchsia, right? That's the thing. This fuchsia saved her ass, probably. It did save her ass, yeah, because she was sticking out pretty well. Yeah. (laughs) So she goes to the hospital, you know, cut to she's awake sometime later. The doctors say that she has she has a minor concussion, but also she has full amnesia, does not know who she is, and yeah. the ER cut her out of her clothes. Which is never explained. She just no. presumably had a head injury. There was no blood or anything. I'm like, not even blood. Not even blood. Minor concussion. Yeah. You get that from just falling down and hitting your yes. head a little bit. But but she fell, you know They cut her clothes off. They cut her clothes that. off. So <laughs> Seems a little no blood anywhere. A little pervy to me, but what do a I know? A little pervy, <laughs> yeah. And they ruined that gorgeous fuchsia uh, outfit. I know, which is devastating. It is, and yeah, minor concussion, full amnesia. Seems like those things don't really go together. No. <laughs> so you got to do a little suspension of disbelief in this <laughs> moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading even with like severe concussions that include amnesia, the amnesia doesn't usually last more than a day. Too. Okay. So a lot of just, suspension and disbelief. Just, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Because it's Doctors days. will hate this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And also so she gets picked up, but kind of like screw her influencer boyfriend who is like lost in the wild now. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know, <laughs> which is also kind of funny. <laughs> he's just gone. He's out of the picture now. Yeah. He's just gone. Yeah. He's out of the picture, which is what we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> So this chili bowl guy is at the hospital with her. Everyone at the hospital hates her because even though she doesn't know who she is, she does somehow know that she's a diva. Yes, um, she does. And, and kind of a spoiled girly. <laughs> and so everyone at the hospital hates her and they're kind of like, please get her out of our lives. We do not want her here. She's rude. So he's like, I'll, I'll take her back to my to my place <laughs> and they're like yeah sounds good um, yeah please like, please let her leave yeah doesn't seem like how any of that would go but you know what whatever <laughs> well even Lindsay herself is like wait excuse me that seems weird and they're like well he's a respected business owner he has a lodge yeah. so he's fine yeah and somehow 
I don't know. I guess he is more community involved, but it's like, okay, so you know this guy like has a lodge, but you don't know her dad who owns like the million dollar lodge. Yeah, it seems know. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so he does take her back to his lodge. This is a real lodge, by the way, that this is filmed at. Okay. Um, the, the Steen Erickson Lodge. And apparently in the movie, it is like... We said, um, like, a falling down, crumpled lodge mm-hmm. that, like, is going out of business. But in real life, I guess it's one of the top ski resorts. Yeah. It's, like, a five-star uh, <laughs> ski hotel was rated the best ski hotel in the U.S. by the World Ski Awards last year. Wow. Also took home all kinds of top honors in the past six years. So it's, like, they want you to know, even though in the movie, it's kind of a crinkling down ski lodge. In real life, it is doing so well. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense because it looks beautiful. I mean, there's, like, scenes where it's in the office or mm-hmm. something of the of mm-hmm. the lodge, and there's that, like, stained glass of, like, the mm-hmm. moose and shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. where? So it makes sense that it's a real place because, like, this place is way too beautiful to be, like, a random set or whatever. Yeah. I think also sometimes it it actually contradicted the movie, like because yeah. it was so beautiful and everything was decorated so ornately and over oh, yeah. the top. I feel like that kind of contradicted the story of the movie, which is that they have zero dollars. It's also going to be really, <laughs> it's a real hard sell for you to tell me that you're like, not just a business owner, like it's not like you own like a grocery store or something, like you own a fucking ski lodge and for... Yeah. For you to come at me and say that you're like struggling, I'm going to have a real <laughs> hard time processing that and having any sympathy for you. Miss me with that. <laughs> oh, you own a ski lodge? Don't be All right. Wow. Hard don't life. Be coming at me saying you own a ski lodge. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I get this all the time, and I just need y'all to knock it the fuck off. So many ski lodge owners trying to get my sympathy. And they're never going to get it. (laughs) (laughs) Ski lodge owners, fuck off. (laughs) But in the plot, he's always trying to fix shit. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't even remember what it is he fixes. He's just randomly tinkering with shit on their property. (laughs) He's just tinkering. And at one point, he's He's like like, a guy walking around with a wrench. Yes. (laughs) Just going, I'm fixing. I'm fixing things. And he's like, I'm tired of keeping up after this place. I'm like, oh, you're tired of doing like the job, the gig? Yeah. Okay. So one of the first things that happens at this hotel is the raccoon scene. Oh, which so I good. Loved. Classic My favorite, Lindsay. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was so classic Lindsay. She gets into her room and here's a little like knocking slash scraping at the window. We open it up. We see like a stuffed raccoon, basically. With the wide <laughs> this eyes. This raccoon was so, <laughs> so pitiful looking. <laughs> Yes. Literally just a stuffed raccoon <laughs> with like a screaming expression yeah. on his face. <laughs> yeah. She does a whole scream, flips backward into a chair. It's a whole thing. More of that physical comedy we love to see mm-hmm. from her. Peak of the movie, I think. Yeah, I just I thought that scene was great. <laughs> it so is stupid. it is really good, yeah. <laughs> Even like the fall off the chair and everything, like mm-hmm. it was well done. Yeah. It was amazing. Also her room setup is so fascinating to me <laughs> just the biggest room that you'll ever see well the room is huge but also like literally how it is laid out <laughs> and what's going on with the furniture is so yeah uh, deranged a little bit um, yeah <laughs> having a recliner chair like in the middle of the room pointed at the window but so close to the window that there's no chance of reclining sit. if you wanted to yeah, yeah. i don't know what's why going they did on with that, that? 
Maybe just no. for the stunt. Like, they just did it for... It's got to be just for the stunt. It doesn't make a lick of damn sense, because you got this huge room, and you got all the stuff is, like, right in the middle of it. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Where it kind of makes it feel tiny. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a full Christmas tree with presents in, in there. In the fucking huge room. Christmas. Yeah, in the room. Um, huge Christmas tree. Whose presents are they? What's going on there? We don't know. Yeah. There's also... This is just a little room, two baseboard heaters, and a full fireplace. <laughs> It has everything. Baseboard heaters are right under the curtains, too. So they're just waiting <laughs> just to light the curtains on fire. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the curtains... I really paid attention to this one. Yeah. One of the sets of curtains, longer than all the others. <laughs> we don't know why. Okay. <laughs> it ran out of the other kind. Okay. I guess so. <laughs> the window we see later in the film looks apparently right out onto the front door of the property. <laughs> and people apparently are staring at it, waiting for someone to open it. Because every, every time... time she opens it. They're there going, yes. hi! And I'm like, well, yeah. no one does that. Weird. Maybe if five did happen, do. If you did happen to accidentally like catch someone opening their window and looking right at you, you wouldn't be going, hi! You'd be like, oh gosh, You're I shouldn't shit. Like, look. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you... It's so weird. Bizarre. Also, there is one poster in the room, and it is a mountain, the uh, the Lays Alps uh, mm-hmm. poster. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we're just keeping with that snowy, we're in the mountains. Theme yeah, yeah, yeah. There, too. In case we forgot. Yeah, in case we forgot. So the room is a little unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> My, the yeah. chair I couldn't get over. The chair is insane. <laughs> Nobody would put that chair there. No. That's <laughs> fucked up behavior. <laughs> And then, so, uh, Chili Bull comes in, drags her granny gown that she's wearing. The whole thing was, we don't know who she is. You can have these, like, extra clothes from the lost and found over the years, if they fit you, whatever. And so she's wearing, like, a nightgown that she got out of lost and found. She's practically, essentially homeless. Yeah, (laughs) she doesn't know anything. She has no identity. And he's going to come and drag her outfit? Well, and after that, like, I love the grandma, like, the granny thing. And then after that, she suddenly has cute clothes the rest of the time. I'm like... Dude, literally, every outfit is, like, perfectly fitting, a new pair of shoes, like, three times a day. Yeah. (laughs) So many outfits. I'm like, the lost and found, you're just stealing from guests now. You're just sneaking into their rooms when you're cleaning them. When he pulled out the pile of lost and found, she was like, oh, look at this sweater. And she's, like, holding it by, like, two fingers. And it's, like, a Christmas sweater. And now she has, like, cute fits for the rest of the film. Cute, like, flannel plaid stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. PJs that I want. Nice jackets, nice shoes. Yeah. But I don't have them. What's going on with that? No. (laughs) I wish somebody would give me all that clothes for free. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But the clothes thing never addressed. No. Again. Nope. (laughs) Which is fun. Until, like, later when somebody literally buys her an outfit. But but other than that, we don't know how she got all these clothes. I think she's stealing them. I wish we could see her wearing the same, like, not fitting shirt for three days, you know? (laughs) That would be such a great commitment to the the bit. Yeah. It'd be awesome. And she is doing laundry, so... I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. So yeah, again, more of like the stuff where like she doesn't know who she is, but somehow knows she's spoiled. Like when in the morning she notes that her room is very dirty, like there's stuff strewn about all over. And she goes, oh yeah, my room's dirty because no one's come to clean it yet. (laughs) I don't know. Why would you assume that there's a cleaner? (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Especially, and if you have no memory, like, why would your assumption be that there's going to be a cleaner? I don't know. I don't yeah. know how amnesia works. So, yeah, whatever. I don't. I don't know. But it's weird. She she also does that, but then also insists on making her own breakfast when a fully made breakfast is offered to her. Yeah. So the choices are strange yeah. here. Yeah. She's trying to discover herself. She's just <laughs> trying it all. Yeah. She wants someone to clean for her, but wants to cook for herself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. And yeah, again, when she's trying to make those pancakes and stuff, that is a body double. <laughs> so great. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Which is just fascinating. Uh-huh. She also seems like she chills in her bedroom with the door hanging wide open uh, <laughs> most of the time. I don't know if you know, but like three times that. in the movie, wow. somebody just like... The door is open and somebody just like walks in. The little girl walks in. Yeah, that's early on. weird. That's weird. The, the grandma walks in later on with the doors just hanging open. They're not even going to knock on the. I would knock no. on an open door if I was going into someone's. Yeah. That I didn't I would know, too. you know? No, they're just popping right into these doors. <laughs> it's weird. Mm-mm. With the little girl, this is Chili Bull's daughter. They become instant besties. Of course. That girl has also a king size bed for her little like six year old body. Yeah. The hugest room. Like, her room is, like, the size of some people's apartments, you know? Like, it's big. Yeah. And so don't come at me saying you own a ski lodge and your daughter has a king-size bed, but... But it's so hard for you. No, it's so hard. You know how often I've owned a king-size bed? No. No (laughs) times. Right. My bedroom is one-fourth of the size of that. Yeah. (laughs) Miss me with your ski lodge, okay? (laughs) And then, of course, we get another reveal that her mom died two years ago this is the official reveal of having the dead mom yeah Mm -hmm. but they don't they're not able to bond on that fact because Lindsay doesn't remember that she has a dead mom no so only in the audience are you supposed to be like oh wow wow they have something in common they both have dead parents yeah (laughs) and only a dad with a chili bowl (laughs) (laughs) yeah Wow. <laughs> Interesting. <They're> mm-hmm. <laughs> and for that guy being his daughter, too, he doesn't seem interested in spending a single second with her. Like, no. they have no chemistry or relationship no. at all, it seems. And he seems to have no parental responsibilities. Like, I know it's usually one of the things I try to avoid in Christmas rom-coms is when there's a kid. So there's a single parent. Yeah. I actually try to I try to stay away. Although now I I've seen so many that it's like, I'm just kind of finding whatever I haven't seen. But, um, (laughs) you know, so the kid thing is usually like a a, a deal breaker for me. But at least in some of the other ones I've seen with the kids, like, you know, the the dad is involved. He's trying to make his daughter do her homework or this and that. There is none of that. Like, presumably this child is just a waste. He's like allergic to this child. Just like an urchin that like wanders the streets or something. (laughs) I don't know. She's not in school. She just sits around. These kids never have friends in these movies. They never Mm -hmm. have friends. Mm -hmm. Just freakish. Just freakish. She's also a little freak in the sense that like her hair, she has this like long hair with like perfect ringlets. Who's doing these ringlets? It is like, it is psychopath behavior. Like honestly, like the hair is She looks like an American girl doll. She does. (laughs) She does. And when she smiles, she has like that perfect dimple thing going on. Yeah. Never looks unkempt. it's fucked up. You know? (laughs) For having two missing parents basically she yeah she looks too put together yeah she has her own hair dryer in her room <laughs> that's weird at that young age which Lindsay lohan has to borrow hair. which is hilarious yeah. i'm like sorry in your perfect room with like a christmas tree and christmas presents there's no hair dryer <laughs> i don't have a hair dryer 
Oh. I didn't really see a bathroom. Maybe it was in the Christmas tree present. Like you had to unwrap the hairdryer. <laughs> Maybe so. If you want the amenities, you'll have to open the presents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just interesting. Yeah. She, the little girl is with the grandma majority of her time. I don't really know what her deal is. She's really trying to get daddy's love and approval, though. Her her only wish for Christmas is for daddy to find somebody to love. Maybe he's nicer to her when he has someone to when love. When he's off screen? I don't know. No, when he, when he has, like, when he a has woman to in love. his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I need is for someone to love me. So bring someone oh. into my dad's life that can love me because my dad doesn't. That's kind of it, actually. Bleak. But yeah, that's it. Damn. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. <laughs> also, Lindsay trying to make her own bed. That was another uh, that physical was, okay. Another physical comedy. That was good. That was cute. She's trying to lay down on the bed and put the fitted sheet on. Like, mm-hmm. loved that. Loved that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And over time, she kind of, her whole story arc is that she learns how to do chores. And it's, like, really heartwarming. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Part of the... It's really heartwarming that she learns how to do laundry and, like, make her bed. It's, like, that's actually a beautiful story arc for a woman. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> well, and... It's not even like she learns how to cook. She clean. some of this is self desired, right? She's and like, mother. I, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> some of what else do you need out of a woman? And once she learns how to do chores, that's when they start falling. That's in love. when they start falling in love because he assigns her like it just in an unhinged manner, in an unhinged move. He decides that he mm-hmm. will make her do unpaid labor. This woman yeah. has amnesia. She has uh-huh. no one. And he uh-huh. says, you will start to do the hotel chores. Yeah. But I'm not even paying you for them. It's right. But that is okay. That's the scene with the laundry. <laughs> that's the callback to just, I think, to just my oh, luck. Okay. Because in just my luck, Lindsay Lohan has perfect luck and everything goes her way. And Chris uh-huh. Pine has terrible luck and everything is ruined in his life. Um, and they meet at like a New Year's party or something. I don't remember. Some party. And they kiss. Uh-huh. And then their luck switches. <laughs> Oh, okay. I don't know why she's always in these like <laughs> cutesy, weird switcheroo yeah. movies, but she is. Okay. Anyways, then she has terrible luck, and so she's um trying to like. There's a scene where she is trying to do laundry, and the um the detergent falls in the thing, and it oh, ex- okay. explodes the um. Well, yeah, that seems like a callback. The washer, then, for sure. yeah, presumably yeah. it would have to be. It's the exact same thing. It has to be, and it's a yeah. little bit of forced conflict in this movie because he's fear because because <laughs> Chord Cord Overstreet is furious at her. <laughs> Um, for poor, like doing unpaid labor, not to his satisfaction, <laughs> he becomes furious. And it, okay, it's also not even her fault. She doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't pour too much in. It falls, and she doesn't know yeah. that it falls. But also, she has amnesia. So even if it was her fault, you'd be like, oh, she just doesn't remember how to do laundry. She yeah. has literally a head injury. Also, the fault but is mine for like, making her do it because I, okay, the, yeah, I made literally. her do it. So, anyways, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has a whole anger issue, like. He's a little too angry. Like, I, that would be a turnoff for me. Uh, it's a, re- for, it's a red flag because later he... Red flags. He basically, mm-hmm. like, he doesn't really apologize for it. He kind of is like, well, it's because, you know, you're here, so you're making things hard for me. Like, he kind of has this weird moment where he's like, yeah. it's basically because of you that I am being rude and mean. And yeah. that seems like textbook abuser to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> manipulative gaslighter. <laughs> I mean, no wonder his daughter doesn't like him, you know? Like, this red is not flags, a good guy. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. 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 Red flags for me. <laughs> yeah. Not having it. Nope. But when she learns how to do her chores right, then she earns his love. <laughs> wow. That's so true. <laughs> yeah. When I see a woman 
cooking, cleaning, I'm horny for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when I start falling in love. Woman who can't cook and clean, not having it. Uh, that's it. <laughs> that's all you need, I guess. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Because they really, and this is a pretty classic for these type of movies too, they have nothing in common. They wouldn't even know if they did because she doesn't know who she is. She doesn't even know no. her own name. No. So how are you no. saying like, oh, I'm I'm starting to fall in love with you? And true to form, these two have no chemistry, right? Like most of the leads mm-hmm. in these movies, not I have all. like yeah. not even no chemistry. It's like I'd, I would maybe pay you to just not kiss for me. <laughs> just, I would like to not see that. So how do I make that happen? <laughs> You know, <laughs> they actually even seem a little repelled by each other. Like not even just that they don't have chemistry. Like they seem a little it's like repelled. opposite. Um, it's or uh, it's the magnetic field, right? It's like they, they yeah, are. Yeah. They are literally they're opposite. Magnets. They cannot yeah. or no, not opposite. They're the same. So it's like they cannot. Oh, yeah, connect. yeah. I yeah. knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you put two of the same magnets together and they bounce away. Mm-hmm. That's the vibe. Yeah, it's like that. Mm-hmm. It literally is like there's two or three times where they try and kiss under the mistletoe and they can't they find excuses every time (laughs) which is like the beginning of a beautiful relationship right just yeah (laughs) you can't even kiss like is that even making it to first base i don't know (laughs) i don't know what bases are anymore but (laughs) like kissing pretty chill on the levels of shit you can do with someone um most people would probably kiss just about anyone (laughs) right for no reason you know yeah they've (laughs) They can't even do one kiss. They invent reasons to, to not do it. Like, they mm-hmm. just go out of their way. Yeah. It's uh, messed up. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the town square for, like, a big Christmas tree lighting ceremony and little marketplace thing and find the exact same snow globe that her mom got her 30-plus <laughs> years ago. What are the odds? Yes. <laughs> what are the odds? And, uh... This poor, this poor fellow who can't afford this new sleigh he sees goes, throw it in the bag. I don't care how much it costs. Get her the snow globe. Yep. And like I said, this is not a, this is not a tiny trinket. This is probably over a hundred dollars snow globe. Snow globe. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big boy. Mm-hmm. Even just getting like a tiny little stupid one these days is like $25. They can be, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're expensive. Yeah. So you're getting this big ass, like nice ornate snow globe, easily a hundred, 150, probably more. Yeah. He's just throwing down he for it. Doesn't blink an eye. Yeah. And uh, of course, that was sold by real Santa. Of course. See, that's how it got there. That was the whole thing. <laughs> it has to be. What? Yeah. What are the odds? 30 plus years ago, you got this snow globe. You see the same one. He got I it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I also think after after the bed sheets thing, there's really not much more comedy moving forward in the movie. No, you're right. It, it does hit heavy at the beginning. I mean, there's like... She slips, but even that is not played as well as earlier mm-hmm. stuff. When she slips um, on the ice and she's holding the the pile oh, of yeah. wood, that one's kind of sad, even because she's already feeling like she <laughs> just had a depressive episode. Is talking to a horse about how she messes everything up and she can't do anything yes. right, and then she falls down. Like that's sad. That's not funny. <laughs> it's sad, and like anyone who's ever like slipped and fell on ice, like you are hurting. Like it hurts you yeah. to watch. It's not like slapstick fun. And she's trying to do one thing right, and she falls. <laughs> yeah, it's not very funny no and you know um chili bulls over there like with aggressive feelings towards her he's mad yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah no i can't even think of another i don't it doesn't really happen no yeah so i guess she can't wrap a present and that's kind of played as comedic although i would not call that slapstick but they try to pretend that's funny that she can't wrap a present wrapping presents are hard and also like when he shows her how to do it like (laughs) it keeps cutting away and then going to a perfect (laughs) fold that he puts tape (laughs) 
There's so many cuts you don't even see him do it. <laughs> like he is not fucking folding that. That's it. It's on his face the whole time, and he goes, "Well, you just do this, do this, do this. Put the tape there, and then it just sh- cuts to the perfectly wrapped yes! present." <laughs> That's not how it works. No, not at all. So yeah, I think it's really kind of top heavy. This movie about about thirty minutes in is when we get the last like really slapstick funny scene, and then it's kind of long after that. I guess you know what, like where they have. I, this is not a choice that I like necessarily, but mm-hmm. the, the B plot becomes where the slapstick is all happening. Like we have mm-hmm. the fiance who is oh, yeah. um, basically having his like romantic trek, I'll say. Like I feel like yes. him and his boy, <laughs> his fishing boy. The side plot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it feels very much like a like someone should write like an Our Flag Means Death fanfic where it's <laughs> like the, those two characters from that show in yeah. this exact plot where they're like the ice fisher and the hapless influencer like that's perfect. Yeah, they are having like a sort of romantic connection in the deep woods. This ice fisher woodlands man basically found or the influencer stumbled onto him after falling through the cavern in the yes. <laughs> on the mountain or whatever. Severely injured and, and now freezing to death. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's in dire straits. <laughs> he he stumbles across this man as his savior. And they develop a little bit of a relationship. And there is a cheeky little moment when after hiking for some indeterminate amount of time, but presumably a long time, with no snow boots, no snow, uh, what are those thingies called? The tennis rackets? Yeah, the, the tennis None rackets. of those at all. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm talking yes, about, whatever talking they're about. called. Yeah. None at all. Then finally, the fisherman goes, oh, yeah, I've had these like snow rackets in my backpack the whole time. You can wear them. Yeah. <laughs> They've just been chilling in my backpack while we struggle to stomp through right. four feet of snow. Um, yeah. And then the influencer was like, oh, wait, you don't need them? And he goes, oh, I've got big feet or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. there's like a little like wink moment. There is a wink moment. Yeah. Well, and there's also like, I don't remember. I think there's like a sound effect too. There's like a <laughs> pointing. <laughs> like, there's like. Um, what, what is the, is it the same scene or a different one with them where like he falls or something like the, the fisherman guy like pulls him up by his feet and there's the, like the influencer makes a, a face. Woo. Yeah. There's yeah. Like, and he goes, Ooh, you're so strong. Like he says something like, like it's a whole thing. Yeah. They're really having a moment out there. Yeah. Two totally different types of guy, mm-hmm. but they had a little connection. I think so. And that's our first inkling of like. A queerness to the film yes a small inkling but an inkling nonetheless and it's one that's like barely played up in a way that feels like i'm like is this on purpose like i'm confused like are we just reading into it because that's what we want to do like it's so... i felt like it was on purpose okay i felt like they were being cheeky and i was surprised by it okay I was like i didn't expect to see no a movie like this being cheekily queer not at all that's interesting yeah yeah and it didn't feel it weirdly did not feel like i wasn't annoyed by it i guess like it didn't feel yeah. like a haha just kidding like it wasn't like a sherlock holmes no, situation no, no. yeah um it felt like uh weirdly genuine i guess <laughs> yeah I yeah totally yeah. i agree with that <laughs> yeah. yeah i support the, the <laughs> i support the queer nods <laughs> yes stamp of approval they get approval from me yeah <laughs> oh also when they're at that little market thing some lady comes up to Lindsay and is like talking about how how amazing chili bowl is and like oh yeah goes i can't even count how many charities he's helped out around town he's helped so many charities mm-hmm. it's an uncountable number <laughs> like 
whatever. Like, oh, maybe that's says. why your business is struggling. You keep giving away <laughs> your fucking money. Yeah, I guess. But also, like, what a weird thing to say. And why would you know exactly how many charities he's helped out unless he's bragging about it? That's true. That's very sketch. Yeah. But also, this is like such a small town. It seems like population 200. He's got to be money laundering or some shit. Like, that's what's happening. Yeah. But also, how many charities could there be in well, this small That's what small I'm saying. I think it's a fake charity or some shit. <laughs> He's made it up. <laughs> so he is, like, cold to his daughter, has anger issues, <laughs> is making her do free labor, but... You know, social standing, social status. He, oh, he's a good standing member of the community mm-hmm. and he helps out charities and. Which is another whatever. red flag because a lot of times people <laughs> like that are fucked up. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Very suspicious. This is suspicious. Red flags. Lindsay, get out. Get out. <laughs> I know you don't have like a memory right now, which he also frequently, by the way, reminds her. He weirdly kind of negs her about it. He's like, well, what do you know about memory? You don't even have one right now. Which is almost verbatim what he says. <laughs> he has anger issues. Wow. But she's attracted to that type of guy who negs her. I guess That's so. That's her type. Because she, she was like that with the influencer, too. He was rude to her all the time. Yeah. Makes her feel stupid and small. Oh, yeah. wow. And we need someone who lifts her up. Okay? I even know. if she doesn't know how to do chores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. She figures out a way to help the lodge, which is making some kind of charity event. Yeah. Making, having a gala where we take donations and we invite everyone who's ever come to the lodge and, you know, they'll, they'll give us money or whatever. Mm-hmm. And even though he's helped out innumerable amount of charities, <laughs> he says he doesn't want to do a charity thing because he doesn't want to seem like he needs handouts. <laughs> Just real stand-up individual here. What a rude way to look at it. What a rude way to look at it. Like, he feels too high and mighty to take And if you're a person doing charitable work all the time, you're not thinking of the people you're doing charitable work for as like, oh, look at these low-life scum who, like, need handouts. You know, they're so poor and stupid. (laughs) I mean, I would hope not, but honestly, like, I kind of think that might be the case. Like, (laughs) I think that's the case here. It's definitely the case here. And that sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, he probably, honestly, like, a lot of times when people donate to a lot of charities, all it means is they're trying to get tax write-offs. It doesn't mean they give a shit about anyone. That is true. You know what? That's a good point. That's actually a really good point. So. But I think we were hoping that wasn't his story, but. Yeah. You know what? It might be. It seems to be. Yeah. But he also doesn't, quote unquote, have money to be doing these tax write-off. I don't know. I mean, he, we don't, we never get to look at the books. You know what I mean? We don't know. You're right. He's a greedy guy. Greedy guy. (laughs) Thinks the world revolves around him. Trying to take everyone for all they're worth. So. You're right. So after that, because he kind of throws down her idea, she's a little deflated about it. And she goes, well, I'm just going to leave. I don't know if I'm really wanted here. I can't do anything right. And nobody likes me. Would have been a good choice. Uh, Yeah. To get out. Yeah. (laughs) But also, where would she go? I don't know. She doesn't. They're letting her stay here for free, feeding her and everything. Like, presumably back to the police station to be like, figure it out for me. I have amnesia. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So that's, she has literally nowhere to go, no one to contact, no one to take care of her. And she would rather do that than stay at this lodge. (laughs) That's how terrible this man is treating her. Yeah. But then he lets her put up his dead wife's tree angel. So actually they're good. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) We totally fixed it. Actually all is resolved. Right. (laughs) You can put up my dead wife's tree angel. Like I'm not going to apologize for my behavior. And all is forgiven. 
Yeah. But I will. And I'll forgive you. <laughs> That's kind of it. Yeah. 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 For being such a fuck up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We hate that. <laughs> okay. And have we talked, has he talked about this before where like hmm. his concept of amnesia is so warped where he thinks that amnesia means you don't have any memory, but it also means that once you regain your old memory, you lose the current memories you have. Like, he's, Oh yeah. Yeah. He's basically said, like, you're not going to remember me when you gain your memory back? Yeah. I'm like, bro, that is... Not how that works. Not even in, like, fake Hollywood land is that how amnesia works. (laughs) This isn't like a Marvel movie. It's not a spell. I'm going to disappear from your memories and you're going to be like, who are you? Yeah, like erased from the timeline or something. (laughs) Like, what? No, it doesn't make a damn lick of sense. It's (laughs) questionable. Around this time, her daddy finally gets back from wherever he went, question mark, we don't know. Um, we don't know doing some he's back it's christmas eve some business yeah and uh he launches the search party for his daughter and this is when we find out she's been gone for four days so it's just in a four-day period of time that all of this has transpired um their whole falling in love arc her learning to do chores (laughs) everything has happened within four days Mm -hmm. so at the fundraiser where the entire town comes in at once just hundreds of people pouring in at literally the exact same moment it's very like it's a wonderful life right like that's the vibes i'm getting yeah Mm -hmm. yeah they um they they're telling their stories oh i remember when you helped my boy and whatever and just like dropping checks at his feet (laughs) her dad busts in the door and uh, basically scoops her up and takes her home. Yeah. But and so they have like a huge it's a huge moment here because it was right at the exact moment that Chili Bull asked her to. I don't know if he asked her to make a speech or he was just doing like a thanks he was to thanking her, her yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she's having like the spotlight on her and her dad busts in the door and is like, that's my daughter, Sierra, which she's been going by Sarah this whole time. So you go, oh, she's not Sarah. She's Sierra. <laughs> wow. Oh, she was so close. Yeah. (laughs) This whole time. It's so crazy. Mm -hmm. That's when it's revealed to everyone else that she has a fiance and who she is and everything. And they do a huge exit, which I'm kind of like, did they have to leave like in the middle of the party? They could have stayed. That's what I thought. It was like, yeah, you could chill there. Like if I were her, I'd be like, hey, well, let's stay till the end of the party. Like there's no. Yeah. There's no reason why we need to be back at the other place. It's not like I have to give like an announcement. Uh, like they could yeah. have easily shoehorned in. Well, tonight we're doing the press conference where she talks about how she's the vice president of atmosphere and she has to mm-hmm. be there for that. And then they're like racing to find her. The hotel staff is racing to find her because they don't give a shit yeah. until the dad does. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe they finally do. And then they're like, well, we have to go. We have, you know, we, we got to get there to your press conference. And she's like, oh, OK. That would have been good. That yeah. would have been very easy to just comp- yeah. add that little bit to it. But instead, it's just like, let's we got to get out of here right now for no reason. Let's go chill at our other hotel. Yep. That's it. <laughs> very weird. Just because the other hotel is where you quote unquote belong. I guess so. What? We can't just hang sense. out at this little party. Like I, I would hang out at a party. Yeah. Come on. They s- seem like they got food and yeah. good vibes and dancing. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Chili Bull gets all teary eyed about it, though, that she has to leave him. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's not like they couldn't just still hang out. It's kind of like she's leaving my life forever when she's not living with me, you know? Well, and it also seems weirdly to introduce like a like a weird class difference in like when he finds out that she's the daughter mm-hmm. of yeah. the hotel mogul, or the ski resort mogul. But it's like, again, one that feels very just fabricated because like he yeah. has a ski resort. This guy has a <laughs> ski resort. I don't know. It doesn't have like an infinity <laughs> pool like the other one. <laughs> Or is this yeah. the echelon of class that we're, like, judging it by? It doesn't make any sense. 
He has a bigger ski resort than me. <laughs> yeah, that kind of seems to be the difference. Like you're he's the 1% and I'm in the top 10% or some shit. Like I don't get it. <laughs> I didn't think about that this whole movie, but it's such an amazing point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the it was. I was very fixated on the like weird class elements they were trying to talk about. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so great. <laughs> so once they leave, we do get a montage of basically all of the movie that we've already I, seen. Yeah, the montage is um, the clip reel. It's incredible. Yes. Wow, with that song, that song happening. Yeah, we get the clip reel. Of just, yeah, everything we've already seen. And it's like... Recently. We have recently re- seen re- re- Very recently seen. Because they didn't even fall in love until about 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So we <laughs> just get like the four scenes of them standing next to each other and having a laugh or something. Sharing a look. Yeah. Sitting by the fire. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Really boring shit, you know? And it goes on forever. It's not like a couple... Because sometimes you'll flash back to like a significant moment where it's like, wow, they yeah. said that thing and it really kind of changed me as it's a person or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like <laughs> no. every interaction they've had just one-on-one is replayed. Because yeah. there's so few interactions that are just one-on-one with them anyway. So they got to put every single one in there. <laughs> like, isn't even the raccoon one in there? Like, I don't know if I'm making that up. So. <laughs> Like, it's everything. They, everything they yeah. got, it's in there. Yeah, we see it all again. Mm-hmm. And if this was a memory, that also wouldn't be how you remember it with yourself and the third person, too, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they should have just shown, like, some dreamy shots of his face smiling or something. I don't know. Something. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, the truth is that there is no meaningful one moment they could go back to because these Mm -hmm. people these these people have not formed a relationship they have not formed a meaningful connection so instead of getting to get to like some nugget that really mattered since there is none they're like put it all in i don't know put all that shit in there (laughs) something will be good somebody will put this together and figure out why they like each other because there's really no discernible reason (laughs) yeah and honestly what it does is the opposite when you see it all concentrated (laughs) into the one minute or 90 seconds you're like Jesus, that's it, huh? Whoa. That's it. This girl has <laughs> they nothing have no going connection. for her. They've shared no personal stories except for him saying that his wife died. Yep. They have nothing to go on. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you hang out with anyone for two days, if you're a man and a woman and you hang out together for two days, you will fall in love. <laughs> it's clocked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This flashback happens and then there's the press conference where she has to go on camera and she rarely gets to speak at the press conference. And really, why is there a press conference? No one knew she was missing in the first place. I don't know. It would have been more sense if it was a press conference about the vice president of atmosphere. I'm just saying. Yeah. Could have brought that made in. made more sense. It probably wouldn't have needed to happen on Christmas Day. I don't think anyone would give a shit about that press conference, no. And apparently everyone in the world was watching. Yep. There's really no announcement at this press conference. Uh, they they no. announced that they were engaged, but then Which the was engagement not planned. After. It wasn't a planned yeah. announcement. So why no. did they even gather to... Okay, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I can't even think sense. about it too long. I think the whole thing was just to say, like, she's been found, she's okay. But there was no knowledge that she was missing. Like, the hotel staff didn't even yeah. know. That she was missing. They didn't care. No, they actually probably were a little relieved that she was missing, if anything, because they thought she was a diva. Which is so funny because it's like if I'm on that hotel staff, I'm like, my job, my ass is on the line right now. I don't know where she is. She might be partying, but I need to do my due diligence and call her dad. 
because yeah. I don't want to lose my fucking job. Literally. They don't care. They don't even call him one time. Four days she's missing. And also, he doesn't seem mad at them, which, like, I don't ever want to put my my myself in the shoes of a hotel mogul or whatever. But, like, if no. I were to in this scene, I'd be fucking mad. I'd be like, you yeah. didn't, I don't know, you didn't think to wonder where she went? All no of one her told suitcases me. are here. That's pretty easy detective work. Yeah. So, anyways, a lot of rewrites. A lot of notes I have. And even though she told you, like, literally leave us alone when I'm with my boy toy, I don't know. At that length of time, at some point you're going, I just want to check in, you know? I just want, yeah, and it's not like I'm not on a beach town. Like, it's snow. Like, yeah. the conditions are such that humans cannot survive very long if something right, bad happens. Right. Yeah. So, so none of know. that makes sense at all. No. Too. No. <laughs> nope. But after the press conference, this is when she's having her like all of her memories are back. Conveniently. And she's having her her moment of realization or whatever where she tells her dad finally that she doesn't want the job and she breaks up with her boyfriend. Yeah. And so she's going to start living her life how she wants. And she starts wearing normal clothes and making her own food. A changed woman. A changed woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely changed woman after these four days in a ski lodge i miss the fuchsia I, I wish you would bring it back you know like we can still have some of that you when know? they roll in the cart of clothes once she, once she's back in the hotel it is also mostly fuchsia right, and <laughs> i don't I, know if you noticed the like the one that the i guess her sister right the stylist is carrying uh-huh. the like bejeweled i was like i really want to see Lindsay lohan in that like yeah why can't she fucking just put that on for a second so let us see you wearing cool clothes yeah but you know when i was watching like press that she did for this movie Mm -hmm. she has a banging outfit in every every piece of press i saw this suit that was like insane come on from i think good morning america or something okay so look up some of that i will be i will be doing that okay that sounds great Because she was rocking it. Okay. Even, we do get the one other cool outfit at the beginning of the movie, too, where um, Chili Bowl spills hot cocoa on her. I love that outfit, yeah. That was a cool outfit, too. Yeah. yeah. She looked full fashion. So good. Right then. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Chili Bowl is having his own moment back at his lo- <laughs> at his little lodge mm-hmm. where he decides he needs to go and stop her because her and the influencer guy were going to take off and go on... I don't know, a love retreat. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At an undisclosed location. Mm-hmm. So he's got to get there before she takes off. And he gets on his sleigh, which Santa, of course, real Santa left him the brand new sleigh that he couldn't afford. Which he could have <laughs> just taken his horse. Like, I don't know why he needed to take the sleigh. Because his, his daughter wanted to go with him, which is even weirder. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm going to, you know, presumably, <laughs> like, confess my love and, like, we're going to make out at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. So why why don't I bring my child along with me for that? And they have said that like the conditions are such outside that they can't even drive a car because there's so much snow and right. everything's kind of fucked up. So a sled. You want to take your little like six year old girl yeah. out in that? <laughs> it's not good. No. No. Irresponsible None, parent. Yeah, it is irresponsible, <laughs> and you know we can't get too wrapped up in it. But he does get a new sleigh out of it, so. Well, whatever. Good for him. <laughs> he really could have just gotten on the horse. Santa's really looking out for this guy. I don't know. Yeah. He's got the whole, the snow globe, the love, and the new sleigh. Like, this is kind of a lot of things. Way too much. <laughs> yeah. And if you count, like, the fundraiser, he just got millions of dollars. And after she does the press conference, too, the phone starts ringing off the hook. Everybody wants to stay at the lodge that this girl stayed at because she's a yeah. sort of celeb whatever yeah it's a christmas miracle it is a christmas miracle the grandma is taking all these calls she's overwhelmed with calls and at some point she calls him 
while he's on the sleigh <laughs> to tell him uh-huh. that uh-huh. to tell him that they're sold out. I forgot and that about the that. Phones <laughs> off the hook. We don't see his point of view of it. Like we don't see him no. answer the phone, but he is taking the call while he's, he's driving the sleigh. Yeah, and I think that's really funny. That is pretty good. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You're right. <laughs> I would like to see what's happening on his end. We don't see it. I would love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see him uh, talking on the phone and driving yes. the sleigh at the same time with his six-year-old daughter. Like, in screaming the- into it, right? Because, yeah. like... <laughs> They're in a blizzard outside. Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. So when he gets to the, the big resort where her dad owns whatever... He does one of my biggest pet peeves, which is he walks up to this long limousine, just assumes she's in it and starts talking to the closed window. Humiliating. I hate this shit. All the time in movies, people will walk into a house, not get any acknowledgement from the person they're trying to talk to, just start talking. Yeah. They'll do this where they walk up to a window that's closed or to a door that's closed and just start talking. You have to verify that the person you want to talk to is listening, even if they're there. You got to verify they're listening. They could be on their phone or something the whole time. You yep, don't know. Exactly. It's very weird. But you at least got to verify they're there. And just text I hate it or something. Write a letter. Like, figure it out. <laughs> wait until the window rolls down. Yeah. So do more to get them to roll the window down. Also, why do they wait so long to roll down the window? They let him make his whole speech before they roll the window down. <laughs> they probably thought it was funny. Like, that's, Maybe they know. were in there giving HJs and they had to clean up. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> That is the because vibe. what happens is her assistant runs off with her influencer boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And we get some bisexual representation. Yeah, we do. Honestly. <laughs> That's when it's made really clear. But yeah, why do they wait so long to roll down the window? The whole thing's weird. I don't know. I hate that shit. It, yeah, I think I think the, the hand job is probably the most like reasonable explanation. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> for what's going on in there. They were fucking in there. They had to clean up before they rolled down the window. <laughs> yeah yeah that's gotta be it so he does go and finally find Lindsay. they get to kiss for half a second before they get interrupted again by his daughter and her dad who both are coming to find her at the same time no one's watching the sleigh really horrifying too like you want <laughs> they want to watch it's weird it's the weird the kiss is weird and unromantic we feel nothing kiss is awful. my weenie was soft as hell the <laughs> i did not want the kiss we don't barely see it because it's a stunt double um, yeah there's like a huge lens flare so you don't even the get lens flare is absurd yeah the daughter and the dad like needing to see the the kiss because that's another thing in these movies is like people need to watch the yeah. terrible passionless kisses that happen but also this is like their third opportunity to kiss even this is the only one that came to fruition but yes. this is like the third opportunity and every single time they've been interrupted by someone walking in the room do they do these people get no privacy what's no. going on no no respect no privacy no respect and that's rude and then it's at this point where we see the dad and Chili Bowl, like, side by side, and it's really uncanny. Yes. And it's this very This was the real apparent. moment, yeah, where you go, they are... You're like, oh, weird. Like, this no. is fucked up, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, a little <laughs> eerie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they look exactly alike. Yeah. yeah. And the dad, like, respects him instantly because you can tell he's mm-hmm. like, you are me, mm-hmm. so I'm okay with you. Yeah, he even has the same job as her dad. Being with my daughter. Yeah, it's... It is dark. Same job, same hair. Yeah, he just looks like an older version. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It is pretty freaky. Yeah. But he he had told the closed window that he's falling in love with her. He doesn't say that to her face. <laughs> I kind of wish he did. 
He changes his mind. <laughs> He's like, that didn't sound very good. No, no, no. I don't know. Or like maybe the kiss. Like, did she not kiss good? I don't know. <laughs> Could be. It does kind of seem like they're going to be together, I guess. They're just an item now. They get in perfect family formation in front of this huge Christmas tree that's in the courtyard. <laughs> As we like pan Classic. out. We pan yeah. out and they're still talking. Like, do you, mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that it was like really jarring thing. Cause like normally, no. like normally you would cut, like they might still be speaking, right? But you cut the mic yeah. and you just have the music playing as we pan out. They did yeah. not make that choice. They decided that the music would swell in, but you'd still hear the talking <laughs> of like, how's the trip or whatever. I don't remember what the wow. fuck they said, but it was like. Interesting. I didn't notice that. <laughs> I did. And I was very, uh, I was like, you could have just muted that part. Cause that's yeah. weird that you kept it. So it is weird. Yeah. <laughs> So that is roll creds, and then we get classic blooper scenes over the creds, which I did enjoy the bloopers. We don't see a blooper that often anymore. You know, Netflix is really leaning into it with their Christmas rom-coms. They seem to do it with their Christmas rom-coms. I feel like they did it with A Castle for Christmas last year. Mm. And yeah, I think they like to be a little little goofy with it. So Yeah. yeah. It did really seem like... Lindsay was having a lot of fun. On yeah, set. it was she's cute funny. to see her like having. She's funny. She's goofing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I liked that. I li- I liked the blooper reel. I thought it was really cute. I think this was really good for her, just to do like a positive, like I don't know, silly film as her comeback. Yeah, I, it does look like she had a good time. So I hope I hope she did. Mm-hmm. I had a good time watching her do her thing. So yeah, I did too. So that is roll creds. So um, if we don't have any final thoughts or if we do we can go ahead and score this out of five. <laughs> oh shit i forgot about the scoring <laughs> Fuck. man honestly like because w- Lindsay alone like would score high for me yeah and i really love the fiance and his like weird b plot so i'm gonna <laughs> give it, like a four out of five i'm gonna be generous but four i will out say, of five i okay. will say that there's like a lot of there's work that would that i would rewrite there's stuff i yeah. would but the you experience of seeing, like, Lilo get to do a comeback for me almost alone is worth the four out of five. That's what I'll say. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Yeah. I think this was a strong return for her. This is – it is, like, sort of a perfect vehicle even though it's not a perfect movie. Yeah. It did get some real laughs out of me. Yeah. Even though yeah. that was mostly in the first 30 minutes and not much after. No. <laughs> that's more than you can usually say for these type of movies. <laughs> that you're getting real laughs it's at any rare. time. It's shockingly <laughs> rare. Yeah. And I do think that I kind of enjoyed watching it more than most of these type of movies. Okay. <laughs> so I think that, that that's worth something too. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so happy to see Lindsay. She was great. Yeah. I think I give this, I'm torn between three and three and a half. Yeah. I think I'll just go three. Okay. I'll go three because there are notes. And if the comedy had continued throughout the movie, I it feel would a little be, better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if the boyfriend didn't have so many red flags. See, that's, I <laughs> like the red flags. That's an element for me that feels very true to form when it comes to Christmas rom com. Okay. Yeah. I like the male lead actually being awful. Like, that's like a thing I like. <laughs> so that's a plus for me. <laughs> I did love his chili bowl, though. <laughs> and you true, didn't. That's true. But I was kind of into the chili bowl. Yes. I think that's a good. You know what? I'm going three and a half. I changed okay, my Okay. Wow. You talked yourself into it. Okay. <laughs> the hair in this movie, it took it up a point. Yeah. Um, between him and the other guy looking like Woody from Toy Story. Yeah. Um, I Yeah. The hair took it up and the queerness. Okay. okay we're up to three and a half. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I did read. I had this little blurb of a review based on Lindsay's performance, which I think uh, was good. Interesting point also. It was from CNN, which said, uh, some actors shoot for Oscars, and that's great, but Lindsay's magic power has always been bringing to life films that have the simple goal of being unchallenging delights. 
<laughs> and if for that alone, falling for Christmas is a gift. But I think it is kind of true. Like that's kind of her zone is that she picks these kind of like simple films and then whatever she brings to it is the magic. And that's kind of true here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing complex going on, but yeah. the the weird little like it has enough like little spice in it to kind of for mm-hmm. me like take it out of the humdrum like Christmas rom com because like these all will kind of meld together and like that's kind of how it works like that's par for the course. Yeah. But just little weird moments that I'm like, okay, these are fun and you had a little fun with this. I like that. It's a little unique, yeah, yeah. And I guess this is part of like a multiple picture deal with Netflix too. Ooh. She's already she's already got one in the can, an Irish rom com. Oh, um, and then I think she's doing at least one more movie for Netflix. Wow. So okay, great. Good for she's her. She's gonna be popping off with some new films. I can't yeah. wait. Okay. Yeah, I'm stoked. Now it's time for screen vomit. In this part of the pod, we just talk about whatever else we've been watching lately, movies, shows, whatever. So what you've been watching? Oh, God. Um, So I'm trying to, like, catch up and get my end of year, like, what I missed horror-wise. Like, make okay. sure I'm, like, getting all that. So I've been watching some of that shit. I watched Resurrection. That's the one with the the, the actress who's in the, in the Night House or whatever it's called, The Night House. Kind of a weird one. Oh, okay. I've seen this poster. Oh, it's got Tim Roth. I love yeah, him. Yeah, yeah hatching one called hatching oh i seen that one in theaters okay oh nice yeah okay that, that was a weird little little movie um yeah what, what josiah saw is another one i um recently watched mm, i've heard of that one too and then i'm actually getting into house of the dragon the game of thrones mm. um okay i never watched game of thrones okay i watched the original show but um i don't know i, I was not watching house of the dragon like as it was happening at least the beginning of it so oh, okay so now you're just catching up on it trying to catch up on it and get my fantasy fix because i was watching rings of power which is deeply disappointing so <laughs> i needed like some other fantasy that wasn't maybe as yeah. disappointing which the bar is low but um <laughs> So far, House of the Dragon is at least clearing that bar, is what I will yeah. say. Shit, what else? I mean, then just like a shit ton of bad Christmas rom-coms, because I'm always like looking for the worst of the <laughs> bunch. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> let's see, what did I even watch? There's one called A Christmas Wish, A Match Made at Christmas. I really liked A Christmas Star. That one is, um, if you read the description of that movie, it tells you that it's like an astronomist. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's astronomer. Like, they didn't even get that right. <laughs> So that one's good. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Christmas Snow Globe. That was another, uh, I think that was the first of the season for me. And that one was um, just bizarre. <laughs> so that was a good one. Yeah. That's kind of it. A little smattering of just some random shit, you know? Hell yeah. Okay. What have I been watching? I just got back from my grandma's. So mm-hmm. I mainly have just been rewatching 800 short films that I can watch while my grandma's out of the room. Okay. <laughs> But I did see a couple things, so I might have a little something. Okay, I got a couple features actually in here too, because I haven't recorded in a couple weeks either because of that. Okay, so I saw Please Baby Please. Okay. I loved this movie. It's kind of, if have you seen The Love Witch? Yeah. So it's kind of like the yang of Love oh, Witch yang. Okay. I, that's how I kind of saw it, because it is similarly like ultra stylized and ultra like kind of a little time period and okay. just so like over the top sets and everything's really colorful and stylized like that. Mm-hmm. But it is like, 
sort of the absolute opposite in many ways because like Love Witch is California. This is a New York movie. Okay. Love Witch is like daytime. This is more nighttime. Okay. And where in Love Witch, she's like a straight woman whose whole thing is to find her life partner, her straight life partner, you know? Yeah. And this movie, it is about a married couple who are dissolving their marriage because they're both gay. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Wow, you're right. They are like... It is like sort of opposite in that way. But I loved it. Please, baby, please. I saw it in theaters. It has um, Cola Scola and Andrea Reesborough and Harry Melling. So these are all like really cool people who rock. And yeah, I just love that movie. So please, baby, please. I watched Banshees of Inish Aaron. Okay. Do you know about this movie? No. It's got Colin Farrell. It's like um, an Irish movie about these two guys and one of them randomly decides that he doesn't want to be friends with the other guy anymore. The trailer made it seem kind of silly, but actually it's it's uh, great. I mean, oh. it's absolutely my shit. It's very bleak. It's way more bleak than I expected for like a high production mm-hmm. sort of Oscar looking movie. Yeah. I thought it was really good and Colin Farrell's awesome. The casting in general is like perfect. The casting is great. It also has the kid from uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. The spaghetti guy from Killing of a Sacred Deer, <laughs> isn't it? Okay. Um, I really liked that movie. Sweet. I watched... Okay, so I did a, a short and feature pairing for a movie night at my house. Nice. Um, and they, these are some shit movies. All right, okay. certified shit movies. Um, I think I've already mentioned this short that I've... Because I watched it recently another time. Um, but it's called Brown by Andrew DeYoung. Okay, okay. I don't even want to say what it's about other than already telling you it's a shit movie. Yeah. But um, it's really good. It's really well done. It's really funny. Um, it's made really well. It's called Brown. I, when I watched that initially, was like reminded of this movie I had seen in 2009 called Immaculate Conception of Little Dizzle. Okay. Which I watched randomly on Netflix when it came out because it has Natasha Leone in it. Oh. And at that time, she had not really been acting for a while. I think that was like right after her whole drugs thing. So this was like one of her first movies back acting. Yeah. Um, or at least that I had caught in a long time. And I've always been obsessed with her since I was a kid. So. I I watched it on Netflix at that time for that reason. And I remember thinking that it was like so cool and crazy and weird. The plot is like just so eccentric and neat. It's just really interesting. And so... I rewatched it paired with this short film, told the people that were coming over, I haven't seen this since 2009, so I don't know, take it with a grain of salt because I'm not sure if it'll still be good or whatever. Yeah. But I think I think it held up. I, I'm just so like, I'm so entertained by this movie. <laughs> I'm okay. so pleased by it. Um, I, let's see, what can I give of the plot without spoiling it? It's about a group of janitors who work in like a scientific research building and they start eating stuff out of the trash and let's just say have weird side effects from it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but, Sounds great. But it's amazing. It's probably got some other people that people would know in it, but I, I don't know their names off the top of my head. Yeah. So Immaculate Conception of Little Dizzle. So okay. I, I love that movie. I rewatched a um, web series that I really love by Pal of the Pod, Alex Kavutsky, of course. He has a web series called Kill the Baby, Okay. which I just love this series. I watch it all at once every time I watch it. It's only nine episodes, okay. um, and they're like five minutes or less, except for the final episode. So it's a really quick watch. It's less than an hour altogether. Sweet. Is it on YouTube but or is it? It might be on YouTube. It's also on Vimeo. Okay. There is a link on Vimeo that's all the episodes in one video, so you don't have to keep clicking to the next one or whatever. Yeah. And that's how I usually watch it. Uh-huh. It might be on YouTube too. I'm not really sure, but it's definitely on Vimeo either way. Okay. If you just Google kill the baby Alex and Ariel, it'll come up. Okay. I love this <laughs> web series. Um, it's just very dark 
it's a it's like dark funny and yeah it's just about a guy who has a baby he wants to kill basically (laughs) yeah that sounds great i'm gonna watch it i'm probably gonna watch it today yeah (laughs) oh hell yeah i can send you the link if you want Um, all right cool that rocks let me know what you think if you do (laughs) i love like weird dark like actual dark humor it's very fun yeah so oh it's really really good in that sense (laughs) okay sweet Um, and then one more short I'm going to mention, because it's newer, um, a short called Sativa, which is um, written and co-directed by Kelly Cooper and also stars Tynan DeLong, who will be on an upcoming episode of this podcast and who, you know, pal the pods, whatever. That's just about a uh, weed dealer who kind of loses her mind when she realizes there's no saying for Sativa, <laughs> like how there is for Indica okay. in the couch. <laughs> but I think it's really well done. It's really funny and silly and kelly does a great job uh in the film too and so does tynan i guess but he has a smaller part so yeah sativa kelly cooper nice that one out all right that's all i'm gonna i'm gonna note for now i had a whole a full short film marathon with my brother while we were at my grandma's house <laughs> where i can't believe he sat with me for this long but for about two hours maybe even over two hours i just made him watch short films oh wow you curated <laughs> we awesome. did, I curated like a literal playlist of short films. Yes. And based on his reaction to one, I would pick pick the next. Oh, it's like you know, a choose like, your oh, own he adventure. He didn't think this one was as funny. Maybe that's not his type of humor. We'll yes. go for a different, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because um, my grandma was at the doctor and we didn't know how long she would be gone. Yeah. So I was just like, well, I'll just keep doing this as long as he lets me. <laughs> <laughs> He really likes some of them, so I think that's great, Um, and that was, like, a really fun thing to do. I'd like to do that with everyone all the time. Yeah. (laughs) All I want to do is make people watch short films, so um, (laughs) that was really fun, too. And he also likes Sativa. That was one that I made him watch. Nice. (laughs) And Brown, actually. Okay. (laughs) So, all right, that's what I've been watching. (laughs) Sweet. So what you got the plug? The just podcast, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not your final girl. It's a Hara podcast. Um, Hara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about uh, double features of horror movies. Me and my co-host Candice. Sometimes we just talk to each other, and then sometimes we interview guests, like sometimes filmmakers, authors, basically whoever the fuck we want to talk oh, to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know we got to get you back on because oh, sick. I mean, like. I feel like we got to do some Wishmaster shit, honestly. Like, I yeah, said we talked we talked about this a while back. We need to fucking do it. Um, <laughs> I'm down. Let me know. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think we should fucking do it. So, um, I think maybe when we Candace and I talk about like whatever our mm-hmm. I don't know like 2023 shit, like I'm like we should probably we just can do, do a Wishmaster, Wishmaster series and do all the films. I don't think yeah. I have seen the fourth one. That's the best one. I don't think I've seen it. I've always stopped at three. Wishmaster four <laughs> is a rom com so really yes (laughs) yes it is so yeah we should just go on a journey i feel like that would be amazing yeah um like a little mini series or whatever i would love to do that yeah um yeah so everyone get ready for that crossover event cross your fingers knock on wood i'm gonna be doing that in the future yeah yeah so that's it that's all i do that is like that is something to plug. Like the rest you still have music. <laughs> I do have music. I just haven't done anything in a while. I mean, it's still there on Bandcamp. Mm. It's like Ariel Dyer music. So it exists, but I haven't done any, like I haven't gigged or like really written. I wrote one song and it's nowhere. So you can't <laughs> yeah. hear that shit. 
I played <laughs> Try it and once. find it. You played won't. it once yeah. live, so <laughs> whatever, suckers. You can't get it. But you can get the oldies, the hits. You can get the old <laughs> shit, yeah, yeah. That's on Bandcamp is oh, yeah. probably the best way. I mean, I am on Spotify, I think, but Bandcamp is the way to support artists, so. Hell yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, so um, that's your plugs, and that's yeah. the end of the show, really. So thanks for joining me yet again for a Christmas adventure. <laughs> <laughs> we still have one episode also on Patreon from last year. Yeah. In addition to our Melissa Joan mm-hmm. Hart episode that is on the normal streams from last year. So check those out if you need extra Christmas content. Yeah, get your fix. That one was like unhinged too. We talked about Santa Girl, which is like one of the wildest Christmas rom-coms I've ever seen in my yes. life. God. Yeah. It was amazing. So get on the Patreon. <laughs> all right. And that's all for today. We'll see everybody else next time. Bye. Bye.